Goldthorpe is number one. A kickstart for Australia. Gold in a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runners. Donovan Bailey is putting on the third. A perfect score, 10.0 for Nancy Cavanici, a perfect score. The first time I've never seen anyone get a over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals at the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt, sprinting ahead, winning by daylight and setting a world record. 9.68, the wind is okay. How easy was that? It is Off The Podium, an Olympics podcast coming to you for the penultimate day of Tokyo 2020 Asterix 2021. Day 15 is, well, sort of over, at least when we're recording this. There's still actually plenty happening, but uh, all the stuff that we need and want to talk about, we can also talk about here because we've got all three of us together for the first time in about four days. We've got two people on here, I think, have settled their differences, but... Probably going to be the last time that we're all together until at least Beijing. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. My name is Ben, and joining us from the country of gold, 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 and Nanaimo bars, and all those references that I said last night that apparently is good, it's the number one soccer nation on the planet. It is uh, Canada, and here's Colin Hilding. Of course, Canada's the biggest city in the world. So, Colin, welcome back to Off the Podium. How, how are you, and how are Canada today? Uh, well, uh, um, we're even better considering you introduced us as gold Canada and not Canadians who fall out of their canoes. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad that the right headlines are making their way over there. <laughs> I didn't even see that. You need to update me oh, on that. Maybe I've missed something. You're going to have to check it out. Uh, apparently I will. Uh, and also joining us from the country that has got nothing today or yet, maybe, uh, potentially while we're on air. Who knows? Uh, Jared Lubick. Jared, uh, welcome back. Thank you. It's It's good to be back. I, I'm intrigued that you two have sorted your differences out, I'm guessing. You, you two are good. Uh, everything's okay. Yeah, in the spirit of the Olympics. <laughs> in, in, in the spirit of the Olympics, Jared has yet to send me his address for his free box of multi-grain Penny Alexiak, so I'm, I'm very I'll do offended. do it right now. Oh, there you go. Look at this. The bonding is happening. Um, But, I mean, Colin, we'll start off with you. You weren't here yesterday. We've worn the matching shirts today. We're blowing it up. But, I mean, how is Canada reacting to the the women winning the gold last night? And and how did you react? Were you watching it? Did you catch up on it later? I mean, tell us how you felt watching that epic penalty shootout. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, my plan was to be here yesterday, but um, with having children... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't work out. I think I got like an hour and a half sleep that night. And uh, when the kids got up, the, the game was on. So I'm like, okay, they're eating. How, how much of this can I catch up on before I actually fall asleep? And then I couldn't fall asleep because it just kept going and going and going. <laughs> uh, I was almost miserable watching. Like, I honestly don't care if they even win the gold at this point. I just want it to be over so I can go to sleep. And then they won the gold. And I'm like, gold, gold. And then the twins are just looking at me like, what's his deal? <laughs> what's going on here? They didn't get it at all. But I mean, it was, it was incredible because I think that um, this was something that we were happy, as I said, to j- just have a shot at the silver. And I don't think there was expectations we were going to win. Uh, it, it was, maybe it was just, you know, Canadians playing it down like, Oh, we don't want to be disappointed, but uh, it'd be great to be a uh, silver medalist in this uh, to win. The gold was like so shocking. And it, to, to happen in such dramatic fashion like it did in the end too 
Uh, like I, I think you guys mentioned on the episode yesterday, it, it had never gone to a shootout before for the women's finals. So, I mean, it just kept going and going and going. And then we win the gold. And I mean, I, I still don't think that uh, anybody stopped talking about this. I mean, we had some incredible medals yesterday that all took a back seat. Uh, funny uh, that, um, you know, I think you guys were mentioning on the episode, I'm, I'm glad I wasn't on there because you were mentioning like, oh, Andre DeGrasse just won his sixth medal out of six events in two Olympics. And Mo Ahmed just won. Those didn't air here until like two or three hours after they happened. Wow. Uh, the most disappointing thing was actually the night before because uh, the soccer finals were supposed to be on uh, originally 12 hours earlier. And CBC apparently had no replacement for that, despite dozens of events going on. Like, let's just show you all reruns of what happened yesterday. So I had nothing to watch all night. And oh, then seven. That, that it is it's exactly like that <laughs> except we had a reason we had nothing else to air apparently but uh uh but then yeah in the morning it, it pushed all these other events and typically they would cut back and forth maybe they would show an update in the corner of the screen there's a break in play you know when the the players were all getting their their foot massages you think okay let's quickly cut to the four i wanted really nothing it was i mean i had gone back to sleep and woken up again before they'd actually come back even from oh let's just wait around for the medal ceremony they waited until that was done like they didn't want to miss any of the live coverage of that gold medal win despite the fact we had mo ahmed and we had andre de grasse who were like groundbreaking medals i i have to say um and we're going to talk about just the success that Canada's had in these Olympics because uh, it's it's amazing. Um, that it was the first time I actually got to see the Canadian national anthem play um, because I I was streaming it on the app. Uh, I know it was on sort of TV, but I was, I was streaming it on the app so I could record it. And um, they obviously stuck with it right until the medals were presented. And I mean, I I'm I'm sure Jared's the same. I'm sure Colin, you're the same. Like it doesn't matter how many gold you win or how many times you watch the Olympics, you still like that moment where you see your athlete getting the gold and, and hearing the national anthem. And I mean, I've always loved Canada. I, I, I've obviously lived in Canada. It, it, you know, it's as close to a second home as I've, I've ever had in my life. And even before I lived there, I always enjoyed seeing the Canadians win the gold. And I loved it when the rare times on Australian TV, you'd hear the national anthem of another country. So I, I made sure to kind of stay there and watch it and listen to the national anthem. And I mean, you guys have won more gold in these Olympics than you have in the last, uh, you know, 20, 30 years. But it was the first time I finally got to uh, see the national anthem. But I, I did. And I jumped on all your news websites last night and it was like leading news stories on everything. I mean, this was uh, I saw some people calling it one of the greatest sporting moments. I mean, we called it one of the greatest sporting moments in Canada's history it's clearly they took our lead but yeah. uh, obviously it's been very well received yeah uh and with the the national anthem just one thing to add to that you know we're so used to Olympics for the national anthems playing and you know the athletes will sing along occasionally and it's very rare that you actually can hear anything because you have the crowd cheering and all that it was it was so unusual in this one because even with no crowds like when Andre DeGrasse won you know you're just hearing the national anthem play but when you have that many women all there at the same time and they are belting it out like they were drowning out the instrumental part of it which was great to hear because i don't think that's one thing you miss a lot of things for not having a crowd that's one thing that was great that you know not having a crowd actually made uh that ceremony i also love the swedes uh that i mean generally 
you know, you lose and you, you kind of, you go on composures. I mean, obviously the Kookaburras, you know, were very disappointed to lose, but I saw them getting the silver and they seem, you know, pretty, you know, okay, we lost it. Obviously, Jared, we didn't talk about the fact that they uh, then got into a bit of trouble because they went out and got some beer and broke some COVID, mode, COVID rules, um, which that's a whole other story. But I did love the Swedes. They just didn't give a shit. <laughs> they were so upset. Did you did you see that, Jared, at all, the, the medal ceremony of the, the soccer afterwards? I did. You could, they just, they didn't want to be there at all. Like it wasn't, yeah. Like you say, they didn't have like that regroup moment of, oh, well, it's a, it's a silver medal in the Olympics. We're disappointed, but like second in the world isn't bad. It was just complete devastation and just, they didn't even want that medal at that point. And even, I actually would give props to the Americans because I thought the Americans would kind of be shitty because, you know, they're the best in the world and then they got, but they're actually pretty happy that they're, and one thing I'll say, um, and I know this kind of maybe jumping ahead to our commentary section, but I'll, I'll forget if I don't say it now is whoever these commentators are that we had on the seven app two British people, they, the way they were there going like, and take a look at the way the Canadian flags above the American flag. What does that mean for North America right now? It's upset the apple cart. And like, they're basically going like, oh, yes, these Canadian women would absolutely love seeing their flag above the American flag. And just like basically like, fuck you, USA, Canada are on top. Uh, it was so good. But, I mean, Mo Ahmed was a pretty big deal. I, I feel like you need to talk him up a little bit more because I know you talked about him slightly, but uh, how, how long has he been waiting for an Olympic medal? Because from what I could see, he's he's been around for a while and this was a pretty groundbreaking uh, victory. Oh, well, silver for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like this is his third Olympics. And uh, this isn't for the distance running. It's not something Canada's ever really been good at. I remember back in London, when I think he had a top 10 finish and all the talk was, wow, this is Canada's best results ever in this. You know, we're getting a lot of that now, a lot of these uh, top 10s in the 1500 meter, 3000 meter and stuff like that. But I mean, it was a big deal in London. And then going into um, Rio, he really had hopes of a medal. And I think he ended up finishing fourth. I don't remember in which distance it was, but that was like a huge disappointment. There's been a big shift in Canada from, almost being complacent with, oh, this is our best showing ever to being, okay, we really need to win some of these things. And uh, I mentioned with Aaron Brown, you know, a big change, you know, from Rio to now where he's, he's competitive. And even though he was in the finals, you know, after that event, he was like, yeah, I can't help but say that I'm disappointed. And in a way, I think you kind of need that as athletes. It is good to be able to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm glad that we finished. We'll talk about some of the Canadian results later where a top 10 finish was like, yeah, th there is nothing you can do but brag on that. But I don't think you can ever get to that next level uh, like Andre DeGrasse and Penny Alexiak are at if you're not willing to be like, no, I, I don't want fourth place. This isn't good enough. I want a medal. And he came into this, you know, as basically the, the top, not only Canadian, but North American distance runner. Uh, really had a shot at a medal. It's pretty much figured it's his last Olympics and he wanted it so bad. Like I think of all the interviews I've seen with athletes, I don't think anybody showed as much determination to, I want this. It's not going to be good enough if I finish fourth than Mo Ahmed. And of course, I think he finished like sixth in the 10,000 meters and you know, to, to finish the way he finished too. I don't know if either you saw the event. Hmm. He was in like the, the sixth position all the way up to yeah. the last lap. Stole and then all time. of a sudden he just sprinted. He's like in front of one, in front of the other. And it, it just, it was, it was such an incredible sprint. And even his interview afterwards, you know, they're talking about, was this your strategy all along? Cause it seemed like it was a strategic race. I'm going to stay in the back. I'm going to stay in the middle. I'm going to wait for my moment, save my energy and then sprint. And he's like, no, that wasn't my strategy at all. My strategy was the opposite. 
I wanted to go out there and I wanted to dominate and, and make everybody afraid. And I think that's the other thing I love about Mohamed is he has this competitive personality that that is just so lovable where he's like, I wanted to make everybody afraid so that they would make mistakes. And he's like, then you had the two Ugandans who tag team me and there was no way to get past them. So I had to look for another strategy and, and I basically improvised and it worked. Um, I think that he's, I'm not gonna say he's getting lost in the shuffle. I think there's a lot of people who are loving it. It's just to happen on the same day as Evan Dunphy and happen on the same day as the the soccer and happen on the same day as the four by 100 meter, it has gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit, but yet, the, the reaction to him winning was so positive where especially people who have followed sports in Canada and followed track and field in Canada. I don't think that there's any athlete in these games that Canada, at least the athletes themselves wanted more to win a medal than Mohammed. I will say Wikipedia have updated it to the correct Canadian winning silver now. So that's a good, um, good news there. They had it the other Canadian. They had winning it just silver. tonight. Yeah. Then I, I was reading that yesterday. Going, that's not right. That's not right. Canadian. Oh, uh, just quickly. Adding on that really quickly. Um, the, 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 the Canadian goalie for women's soccer. I don't know if you saw this at all. Somebody had edited the national her minister page. of defense. Yep. Yeah. The national minister yep. of defense, which yep. the actual national minister of defense decided to basically say, Hey, I'm, I'm happy to share this title with you. Yep. Yep. No, I, I did see that. I think even the Canadian Olympic committee kind of did like a Google thing, like who is the Canadian minister of defense? <laughs> and it, it came up. Uh, the two quick ones, obviously, because we're going to talk about today, but we just got to catch up from yesterday for the Canadian perspective. Um, I mean, the four by one, watching that live, it was great. And Ben Waterworth is on the board for the medals. But as Jared and I are kind of debating, does it count when it's in a relay or a team? But uh, yourself, I mean, not only do you have Aaron Brown, but Mr. Dumphy, I think as we established last night, I think he was our first guest post-Rio, wasn't he? Yeah. Um. So you had a bloody good day yesterday, Colin, for, for off the podium. You're now sitting at two two silver and three bronze for these Olympics. Still no gold. No pressure for uh, for Beijing. Let's see who gets our first gold medalist on this show. But, uh, I mean, in all seriousness, Andre de Grasse, six from six, missed 100%. I'm surprised you didn't mm-hmm. yell at us for not putting him up for our Athlete of the Day yesterday. But also for Evan well, Dumphy. I mean, this is this is pretty spectacular for him. So close in Rio and so, you know, just heartbreaking how he didn't get that in Rio. And to, to do this, I mean, I, I think the um, the 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 Mac and whatever it's called, the Craft Dinner, thank you, uh, is, is is really working for him. <laughs> Yeah, that's the fuel that we know we need now for distance uh, events is craft dinner. Um, first on on Evan Dunphy, yeah, he was the first guest. And I think, uh, you know, we've talked about this on our other episodes with Rio. Uh, it, we basically figured let's do this as a one-off thing. And when Rio's done, that's it. And we sort of stumbled across a couple of athletes throughout the course of Rio. We're like, this is kind of an interesting story. I mean, nice to get them on there. And yeah, I think you're right. Evan Dunphy was the first one. Uh, so I mean, maybe it's the early days of off the podium that uh, <laughs> um, that. Uh, the, well, the I mean, we follow that with put- Catherine Skinner and um, what's his face from sailing, who didn't go on to qualify for Rio, uh, for oh, Tokyo. So, true. I mean, you know, <laughs> but, hey, we could always say, you Tom know, the, the first is the first is the best. You know, with him, it was it was such an incredible moment because this is the end of race walking as far as we know it, and he's been like one of the big champions of you know this event should be here it's wrong that they're doing this i want to go out and i want to prove why it should be there um i noticed that you know 
Thomas Bach was in the the women's marathon that happened today. He was oh, there. Oh, really? The he competed, did he? Oh, he how did. Yeah. He? <laughs> <laughs> so he had a better what, shot. What a man of the people, like, Thomas is. I didn't realize that he was there. And, it wouldn't and, even and, be unrealistic. Again, non-binary. To talk Good for that. him. Good for Thomas. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no Thomas Bach at the race walk to give a nice send off. And Evan Dunphy has said, said I've heard him on other interviews say that you know Thomas Bach is not a fan of his. So he really wanted to stick it to uh, to Thomas Bach there and. That sprint that he had at the end, I mean, it's the same as Mo Ahmed's too. I mean, it's great to be able to go out on a medal in the final Olympics ever. I think he just didn't care. What made his so great, and I think this is why he's going to be a front runner for the flag bearer, uh, because his event is ending, but also because of what happened in Rio where he could have challenged it. He could have fought and got a bronze, and he said, I don't want a bronze that way. I want a bronze this way, and he ended up doing it. That's great. Um, the the 4 by 100 um, relay as well with Andre de Grasse, the reason I said, uh, even before we started this episode, that, you know, I'm, I don't have an issue with him not being athlete of the day. Uh, it, it's, it's not that it's not an incredible accomplishment to go six for six in six events. But, I mean, the same day that Elaine Thompson, hurrah, <laughs> has basically pulled another Usain Bolt and she's gone three gold for three goals in one Olympics. I mean, to me, that was a bigger story. And I, I almost... Uh, don't mind that Andre. We undersold that. We undersold that yesterday. Oh, oh I feel completely. Bad. This is two yeah. times Ben has undersold Elaine Thompson. So I have issues with Ben. I'm racist uh, and sexist. What can I say? We established that in the, yeah, in the 200 meter, didn't we? But uh, yeah, again, no, I mean, no knocking against Andre DeGrasse. He is now tied for the second most medals ever. If Penny Alexiak hadn't won right now, he'd be tied for the most ever. And again, this is a summer athlete. It's incredible, his feet. But yeah, Elaine Thompson, like, wow, like, it's not just us. I feel like she's not being talked about in a lot of places right now because she didn't come into this as the front runner and look what she's done now. I mean, we, we kind of toss around the idea about athlete of the games. I mean, I'll say it now in case I'm not on the episode, but Elaine Thompson gets my vote. Well, that's a good point. We haven't really clarified whether we'll do that or not, but I think we probably should. So clearly it will be an Australian. So shut up, Colin. Um, Speaking of Australians, now, Jared, we don't have a whole lot to talk about because everything we really got to talk about is happening as we are recording right now. The 1500 metres has just started. So uh, Stewie and Ollie are running. And Ollie is currently look like he's leading, but uh, going there for, for Stewie. And obviously the Boomers are playing right now. We can tell you we're up by four against Slovenia to break this drought of uh, bronzes. And we've got the women in the high jump right now. But, I mean, outside of that, our uh, golfer choked. She finished fifth. Um, our canoeist choked. Our cyclist choked. Um, yeah, it's been a bit of a choking day for Australia, really, hasn't it? Yeah, it's true. I think the big one out of those was, like, the cycling. It just has really been a very underwhelming Pathetic. track meet <laughs> uh, for the Aussies. I feel like it was London where they were getting, maybe it was Rio, but it feels like London, they were bagging out the track team and saying it's really like disappointing performance. So I feel like we got more medals there than we than we did here. Like it's, we've walked away with the one. Yeah. Like it's got to be our worst performance in track cycling in forever. We, I mean, when our athletics team are probably getting more medals than our uh, track cycling team, you've got a bit mm. of a problem. Um, That's yeah, no I joke. Mean, they probably have, haven't they? Well, they have. We've gotten uh, two bronzes uh, through Javelin and the Decathlon. So we, we have. We've only got the one. I mean, if you add the road cycling to it and the, the BMX, I mean, we've gotten a, a gold and two bronzes. But if you just if you do track cycling, then we've only gotten the, the one bronze. Um, and I, I'm not sure if we had anyone through in the, the sprints. I haven't checked the results. We'll get to that very shortly. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, swimming, as I sort of said, like after London, that was almost a national inquiry. 
you know, we had the Still Knox drama and James Magnuson. And, oh, do we need to mention him? But it was it was such a big deal in this country that our swimmers let us down so much after London. Cycling is is usually our second week saviour outside of the swimming, and this is something that we're usually very proud on. I know we had a bit of a drought there because Sydney, that was the first time we'd won gold in track cycling, I think, since uh, was it LA or Seoul. So we had a bit of a drought there. But, I mean, then Athens came along and then obviously Anna Mears carried everything for a while. But now, like, yeah, I want to I see this, uh, some sort of, like, inquiry into our track. What are, what's our track cycling team? What what mascot are they right now? The Wombats? I mean, Jesus Christ, they may as well be. They're that bloody slow and they've got square shit going everywhere, Jared. Can we call them the Wombats? Snails? Yeah, that's what I was going to say is the other option. Um, oh, yeah, it's just been terrible. And I still get my hopes up every time that there's an Australian in it because in my back of my mind, I have, like, our history in the sport. And yep. when I see them go on, I'm like, oh, no. Like, yeah. today, they the men in whatever event that was where they do a million laps got overlapped oh. and got chucked out of the race. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, when the... And when Dan- Denmark win it, I mean, something's going on when Denmark are winning track cycling events and Australia are getting lapped. I mean, there's there's something going in there. That That's not right. Um, the 1500 is on its final legs right now. Stewie McSwain was in third, but he's, he's pulled in Australia. He's uh, fallen back now. Norway's going to win another. Oh, don't tell I me Norway's a... not going to win again. I was going to say, I've got a spoiler here. I don't want to say anything, but I already know how it ends. Well, Stewie's nowhere near it. Norway are going to win another golf. <laughs> Oh, we need to talk about Norway. This is this is getting too silly now. And it uh, looks like Kenya's gotten silver. Britain, Brian Stewie's got about seventh there by the looks of things. He um, slipped quickly. He was like in fourth position and like yeah. the last and three, he fell 400 back. meters just kept slipping. He fell back there. So King Island is not going on. What, what is happening with Norway? This is not, <laughs> I'm not liking this. They dominate winter. Now they're starting to dominate summer. I'm uncomfortable I'm with Norway's it. position. I, I don't know. <laughs> they as, won beach volleyball today. <laughs> as a fellow winter sport nation that has emerged as a summer sport nation, I'm loving Norway. Jared, I mean, from a Eurovision perspective, I mean, you know, how do you generally feel about Norway? I'm a Norway fan, but I'm just a fan of all, like, the Scandinavian countries because I've been there and they have cool flags so, I mean, that that's all it takes in my book for me to be a supporter. I, I'm I'm a I'm, I'm with you. I'm a huge Scandinavia fan. I mean, Swedish roots. Uh, Finland's probably my third favorite country on the planet. Fourth favorite country on the planet. I, I've got a weird obsession with Iceland. I just want to go there. Um, I mean, I, I, I have nothing against Norway. I mean, if I have to be honest, I've always got a bit of a soft spot for them because the first Winter Olympics I ever remember watching was Lillehammer and I remember kind of just the speed skaters there dominating and the crowd. I remember all that as a little kid. So, um, but I mean, God, beach volleyball. Now they've won how many gold medals on the track? This is Jacob Binga, Binga, Binga. Literally his name. He's like all the Scandinavian stereotypes. And there's the flag again. <laughs> there it is, just ready to go. Just happened to have one sitting on the seat, ready to go. Colin, we were watching this last night and... And uh, I think it was a Jamaican just had them in plastic packets ready to go. They'd just gone down to the dollar store and basically, you know, picked them up. So, as Jared said, it probably had the wrong colours on it. But, I mean, have, have you tried to work out where these flags just happen, just always are available at the athletics track? It's, it's so funny you mention that because I noticed yesterday, and especially in the relays, how every flag has the creases in it like it just came out of a package. Yeah. The Norway one, though, looks fresh. It looks like this is a flag that's been flying, that, that's been well used. So, I mean, Nor- that it just goes to show Norway's got one flag they just keep passing around to each athlete who wins. 
Um, now, just quickly before, I wanted to quickly talk about um, Canada at these games because we went over this the other day, but we really need to clarify where they're at now with the success in the last 24 to 48 hours. But there was a medal you guys actually won today. Uh, Lauren Vincent Lapointe got a second medal of the game. She got a bronze and Katie Vincent uh, with her in the C2 500 metres. Are these the ones that fell out of the boat? Did they fall out of the boat yeah. and win bronze? Like, how does this work? Well, it, it wasn't during the event. It was afterwards. It's actually, it's really hilarious to watch because it almost looks like a cartoon. Um, Jared's not going to know this unless he's a, a big listener to Double Oz 7. But uh, uh, you, Ben, you and I remember when we were off air on Double Oz 7 getting ready to record and Noah fell off his chair with the most yep. exaggerated. It made it into one of our sound clips. Where, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's basically what it was afterwards. Um, uh, Katie Vincent was like patting Laurence on her her back. Like, hey, we did it. And all of a sudden you see, like she pat her a couple times. Then she goes for one big like smack. Like, yeah, good job. And then Laurence goes, oh, 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 falls out of the boat. <laughs> and then Katie all of a sudden loses her balance. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. CBC didn't catch it originally. Um, they, they basically all were going around. Okay. And then the gold medal too. And then the silver and it's like, and there's your bronze medalist and they're in the water and they just started <laughs> laughing. Like, I guess they needed to cool off. Cause it's really hot out there. They needed to go for a swim. And then they show afterwards on the replay where the pat on the back happens and the exaggerated. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> to me, that's better than the bronze medal. <laughs> Great that we won one more medal. We've, we've now topped uh i think the all-time record for canada we also hit what my um my prediction was i said i did i not say i think we were gonna get 23 medals in total well let's uh check the stats you said you did 23 in total look at you go colin hildy go. and most wow. predictions were for 20 or 21 so i mean i was being optimistic but uh they didn't let me down but aside from you know Actually hitting my predictions, maybe exceeding it, uh, still some time to go. Uh, and aside from winning another medal, I mean, them falling out of the boat to me is a games moment. Well, on that, you you have broken the record now for most medals won at an Olympic outside of LA. I and mean, again, LA doesn't count. You, we LA all would have won medals count. in LA. Um, but I mean, okay, in all seriousness, outside of LA, uh, you have now won 23 medals which uh, eclipses Rio's 22, six gold, six silver, and 11 bronze. So if you somehow find another gold, you'll you'll equal Barcelona uh, with seven, which is your best outside of LA. So, I mean, like, I brought this up to you the other day, and you said it wasn't really being talked about. But, I mean, is this something that now is all of a sudden, hey, this is our most successful summer games in terms of medals won outside of the half-and-half games of LA? Just barely. Um when it happened, when the 23rd medal came, I kept waiting and all I was, I, I couldn't even find like, oh, here's the leaderboard. It was like, oh, the leaderboard, we moved up to 11th place overall. I'm like, forget that. We just broke a record. Like, why doesn't somebody talk about this? That happened, uh, what was that? Like maybe nine o'clock. So we're, we're talking about about 10 hours ago that happened. It wasn't until about two or three hours ago where I started to see it being floating around. So, I mean, it, I don't know, Canadians, they, they weren't looking for records so much because I think it was the same thing with well mentioned with Penny Alexiak. It was sort of falsely reported that, uh, oh, she broke the record so that when it actually happened, people were like, wait, didn't this happen already? Uh, but with this one, I, if we check in tomorrow, maybe it's going to be a bigger deal than it is, but only in the last couple hours has it even started to be mentioned. Uh, just a quick update in terms of, we'll go over the other results and we'll go to the actual medal tally. Um, so in the high jump, We've got two Aussies in there, Eleanor Patterson and Nicola McDermott. Eleanor Patterson is equal first right now. She's cleared 1.96 
and uh, is tied with Ukraine's Irina Gerashenko and Nicola McDermott is tied for bronze. Uh, she is cleared a 1.96 as well, but has a fault there. And there's a three-way tie, four-way tie. Uh, just also loving Channel 7 now, showing the live 1,500 metres, which happened about 10 minutes ago. Good for them, Channel 7. Uh, the Boomers, are they are they winning at halftime, Jared? Uh, I, I saw the score. They were up for a little bit there, but did they get overrun? I, I didn't see the final score. I was watching the high jump. No, I was in the same boat, so I saw okay. they were ahead, but then swapped over. Maybe we'll get confirmation on that uh, very, very shortly, but we'll bring you the... I mean, again, people listening, this isn't live. You would have known the results by now. You know we've choked again, but uh, we'll, we'll go through that. Uh, but the medal wins, I mean, today, the busiest day, so uh, still plenty of things happening as we are on air right now, but let's go over what we can bring you. Uh, the 1500, as we just said, was won by Jacob. Let's see if we get this. Inga Brigston. There we go. In an Olympic record, if you don't mind, ahead of Kenya and Great Britain. Uh, the 4x4 still to come. The men's javelin is on right now. The women's 10,000 was won by a Dutch runner. Safan Hassan uh, got the gold ahead of Bahrain. And Ethiopia, I have to say, I did love the Ethiopian runner. Uh, Lettuce and a bet, G'day is her name. So uh, I think we need, to, we need to recruit her to come run for Australia. Uh, the women's 4x4, of course, tonight. Uh, the women's marathon won by Kenya Perez, Jep Chia Chia, ahead of Kenya and the US. Base uh, The high jump obviously on right now. Baseball, the final is on right now between the US and Japan. Uh, two heavyweights of world baseball. Japan have never won a gold medal in baseball. USA have only ever won one gold medal in baseball. Can you believe that? That was back in Sydney. And currently at the bottom of the six, Japan are winning one nothing. So that's a tricky one because I've got to say, I, I kind of want America to win that, you know, because it's, it's, oh, Jared's shaking his head. No, you want the host to win it? <laughs> yeah, they've never won one. It's their home games. Like what a way and to it's kind, their of, event. kind of cap it off. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'll defend the, the national pastime of the US here right now. <laughs> well, uh, Colin, did you listen to last night's episode, Colin, quickly at all? The, our our long-running yeah. question about the US and what they've not won in, so... Yeah, you had that answered. Okay, good. I yeah. also but have. I, some more... I'm going to agree with Jared just because I mean, you could say it's a national pastime of America. I mean, you could almost make the same argument for Japan as well. Oh, it so, is. So yeah, I mean, and for Korea... them to win it in there, and and also who knows? I, I mean, this isn't necessarily going to be back for Los Angeles. We don't know, so this might be the last time that this ever contested. I think it will be. It has to be. Surely, America are not going to not let it come back. Are but they? if the Americans don't win, then there's more of a chance they'll bring it back. Yeah. Aha, exactly. There you go. Korea, Korea ended up losing to Dominican Republic for the bronze, and Korea, it's huge in Korea up there as well. So that was um, a bit of a shock there. Um, I've got another fun little uh, follow-up from trivia last night. We were posing the Olympic medals per capita last night. Well, I've got some results for you tonight, so stay tuned. I know you're excited for that. Um, as I said, Dominican Republic got the bronze in the baseball. Basketball, the US, what a surprise, won the gold. Uh, France, that's actually, it was quite a close match. It ended up being quite a good game. It was the closest Olympic final, I think, since Munich, I think they said. Or, or Montreal, so a long time since we've had a single-digit uh, basketball men's match, and obviously Slovenia and Australia play. I love how the bronze medal game is like the final game. <laughs> like clearly, NBC have controlled this so they get it prime time in the states. But why is like is this because they love Australia so much? They want the <laughs> the bronze medal game as the final. In the women's bronze medal game was uh, after the gold. It's I, uh, I have something to add on that. This is from the day before, but I was really disappointed, uh, not just because the soccer game was bumped from the prime time slot here, uh, but because when it was bumped from the prime time slot, 
the the gold and the the bronze medal for the uh, beach volleyball was going on, mm. and CBC didn't cover either. They only had reruns on their primetime TV coverage, but on the app, you could watch the bronze medal. They didn't carry the gold medal. Like wow. you could not watch it until I think it was t- almost 24 hours later. It was, it was sometime yesterday afternoon when I finally saw that they put it up there. So I, I guess in beach volleyball, bronze is more important as well. I think it's just a Canadian thing, right? That you love your bronzes so much. You're so used to winning it. So like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to show the bronze medal game. What, what gold that exists. Um, boxing men's flyweight went to Galau, Yafe of Britain, Philippines, silver, Japan, Kazakhstan, bronze men's middleweight went to Herbert Concieso of Brazil ahead of Ukraine, Philippines, and rock. The women's flyweight went to Stokya Krasetsa of Bulgaria ahead of Turkey, Chinese Taipei and Japan. And Turkey got revenge. They got a gold in the women's welterweight. Busanez Sermonelli ahead of China, India and the US. In the canoeing, uh, the C1-1000 went to Isaquias Queiroz of Brazil. Brazil's had a good day today ahead of China and Moldova. That's going to be their first medal of the games. Uh, and the, also, the men's K4-500. Germany took the gold ahead of Spain, Slovakia. The women's C2-500. China took the gold ahead of Ukraine and Canada with the bronze. And the K4-500, unfortunately, Lisa couldn't get a fourth medal. She got fourth. Uh, but Hungary got the gold. Belarus got the silver. And Poland got the bronze. The cycling, the men's Madison, as we said, Denmark freaking got the gold. Uh, go figure. Uh, Britain got a silver. France got the bronze. Diving, women's ten, uh, men's 10 platform, 10 metre platform. Surprise, surprise. China silver, China bronze. But Tom Daly knitted his way to a bronze. And can I say, <laughs> I, I went, went it out. I went it out. I went out. I was in the city tonight and I got my first look at the Hobart live site. And as I was walking through, there was about three people watching it. It was all going on in Hobart and the diving was on. So those three people love knitting Tom Daly going on there. Um, Equestrian, Sweden got the gold, silver to the US, bronze to Belgium. Now, we have not talked about this once during these Olympics. Can anyone tell me who is a member of the silver medal winning US team? Anybody right now? Jared, you look like you know this. No? No? Colin? Ryan Lochte? That, well, <laughs> we wish. A very famous singer's daughter is on the team of the United States team jumping team, and she's now a silver medalist. No one. All right, Bueller, Bueller. Bruce Springsteen's daughter is a <laughs> really? equestrian rider. Yeah, and she's now an Olympic silver medalist. So there you go. Wow. Uh, the is boss is- horse's name born in the USA? Maybe. Uh, I don't know, uh, but I mean, who, who's more famous now in that family? Uh, the, the Olympic medal winning daughter or Bruce freaking Springsteen? I, I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Mexico won the bronze in the men's soccer. The gold medal match is on right now between Spain and Brazil. And I can tell you it is a nil all in the first half. So there you go. Um, also happening today, the golf went to America, nearly quarter, won the gold, Japan, silver, bronze in New Zealand, gymnastics, Israel, Linoy Ashram took the gold. They've had a good gymnastics games, Israel, haven't they? Uh, rock, silver, Belarus, bronze, handball, the gold medals a little bit later on tonight. We're excited for that. Spain got the bronze. Karate. Um, at least according to one screen, it hasn't been decided, but I will dispute that. I'll maybe double check that. Uh, Britain have had a fantastic games. Fuck them in the modern pentathlon. <laughs> They're still in my sport away from me, the pricks. Uh, Joe Chung took the gold ahead of Egypt and South Korea. Uh, Norway, God, the, the beach took the gold. Their first ever medal in beach volleyball was gold ahead of rock. And Qatar, again, 
Yes. Bronze. I tell you what, Qatar, like, all this money that they're spending out there on uh, the World Cup, um, it, it's working for them in other sports because they're actually uh, doing quite well. So there you go. The uh, indoor is happening tonight, the gold medal game. Argentina took the bronze. Water polo, US, surprise, surprise, got the women's water polo ahead of Spain. Hungary, the bronze. And in the wrestling, Japan had a very good games in the wrestling. Takutu Otaguru took the gold in the men's freestyle, 65 kilos ahead of Azerbaijan, Rock, and India, another medal there for them in wrestling. And in the men's freestyle, 97 kilos, Rock with Abdul Ashrid Sadulayev uh, ahead of America, Cuba, and Italy, the bronze. The women's freestyle, 50 kilograms, is yet to be decided. The medal tally, Jared, I was thinking that if we could sneak a gold in the javelin tonight, we might get ahead of Rock, but uh, Rock have just gone boom, boom, and I've gotten a couple of gold. So uh, basically, I think we've locked ourselves into six. I'll just say Australia's in six, 17 gold, six silver, 21 bronze, 44 in total. 10 off where we thought. Jared, so if we get a bronze in the basketball and a medal or two in the javelin, we can be closer there. Uh, China, well on top, 38 gold, 30 silver, 18 bronze, 86. US have gotten the century, 103 in total, 34 gold, 37 silver, 32 bronze. So can they get four more gold to take number one? We'll wait and see. Japan, third, 25 gold, 12 silver, 17 bronze, 54 in total. Their best ever Olympics, and probably to say, is that the highest they've ever finished? We'll need to check the research department for that. Britain, I think, have all but locked. Oh, actually, no, Rock can probably get them. Come on, Rock! Go on, Rock! Beat Britain! Britain, uh, 20 gold, 21 silver, 22 bronze, 63. Rock, 19 gold, 25 silver, 23 bronze. Canada, 13th, 6 gold, 6 silver, 11 bronze. You just need one more gold, Colin. One more and you can beat New Zealand. Come on! Come on, Canada. And Ben's random country of the day today is going to be Nigeria, who are in equal 74th place with a silver and a bronze. How are we feeling about Nigeria, kids? Are we are we disappointed in where they are or not really focused or... That's no, about right. Disgusted okay. would be more like it. Breaking news in the javelin. Australia is in first place. Nicola McDermott has cleared 198 and is clear on high top. Jump. High jump. Thank That's, you. That I was going to say Throwing high. the javelin 198, she's not doing too well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I threw a 190, that's probably my personal best in the javelin. Shut up. Um, you know what? <laughs> I'm finding somebody just watching this. I don't know if this is a regular athlete thing or if they're the only she's the only one they're showing, but every time Nicola finishes a jump, it looks like she's writing in her diary. You're stealing my thunder, Colin. That. You're stealing why I want to talk this woman up. Um, I'll come back to that in a second. But uh and Eleanor Patterson in the high jump is equal second right now. She's cleared 196. I wanted to talk up Nicola because like I, I was going to maybe put her as like a, an honorable mention for athlete of the day, not putting her up, but literally they cut to her before an Olympic final. She's writing in a diary. She just, she just casually walks out, waves, sits down, writes in a diary, a little smirk on her face. Then at one point they cut back to her. She's like laying on a yoga mat, just like sleeping, having a rest. There she is. And then every time she jumps, they cut back to her. She's writing in a diary. Dear diary, just jumped very well. I'm feeling confident. Now, I don't want to, like, by me about to say what I'm about to say, this is not me bagging her out, so please don't take it this way. I looked on her Instagram. She's obviously, like, a devout Christian. Like, she's very much, like, very Jesus-y because, like, everything, like, her post is like, you know, I thank Jesus for getting me this. And if you actually look at her diary, you can see, like, a cross, like, in the corner. So... I love this. I love her. She's like my new favorite athlete. I mean, she's gorgeous. I'm just going to say that. But outside of that, like, 
what athlete? Like, Tom Daly, oh, I'm knitting. Oh, whoop-de-doo. Like, she's, like, jumping and going, eh, I've done well. Dear Diary, I'm happy with that jump. <laughs> like, Dear brilliant. Diary, Ben's perving on me again. It makes me uncomfortable. Dear Diary, I, I threw a javelin 1.98 meters. <laughs> that was the season's best for me. Dear Diary, why can't Ben get the sports right? He needs to stop perving, but Jesus will forgive him. Um, I tell you Dear what, Diary, she... remind me never to go on off the podium if I ever want to medal again. If she wins gold, I'm taking up Jesus. Like, I mean, like, she's just literally sitting down. Like, I want to see more athletes. I want to see, like, Harry Garside in the boxing, like, after he wins a bout. Dear Diary, could have punched harder today. <laughs> ben Johnson in 1988. Dear Diary, probably shouldn't have taken those drugs. <laughs> oh, well, I will never get caught. Lol. <laughs> The French guy in the boxing. Dear diary, I've got nothing else to do right now. I'm just going to sit here for a while. <laughs> this the is Kazakhstan brilliant. in the wrestling. Dear diary, I wonder what an Indian man's arm tastes like. <laughs> Simone Biles. Dear diary, I just didn't touch that. Um, <laughs> I'm not digging up that hole. Um, but uh, I, I want Nicola to win right now for for for. Big Christians and for diary writers. We talked about Peter Ball for <laughs> podcast hosts, like fourth in the Olympics for podcasters. We'll take it. But diary writers, this is this is epic. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Canada results today, Cole. You had a big day in water polo. I think you got seventh. Yes. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> You couldn't hope for a better result than that. <laughs> I know, literally. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, things that we have not covered. Uh, so uh, our, our, one of our men in the C1 1000 meter, Connor Fitzpatrick, uh, he ended up finishing sixth um, in oh. his B final, which puts him as Classic 14th Connor. overall. Uh, but, you know, here here is a great Canadian uh, finish here. The the men's K4 500 meter, uh, they finished in fifth in their semifinal and oh. did not advance. So that's even better for Canadians as rowers in this, these events. Uh, this was Canuous. actually a big Canuous. Get the sport right, Concord. Don't you know anything about the Olympics? Get the it's, sport it's, right. <laughs> it's so weird that they, they have such a distinction to me between rowing and paddling because it's the same venue. It's essentially the same events, but for whatever reason, no, that's not rowing. That's paddling. It's different. But well, we talked about different. this last night, how we said that we feel sorry for canoe because it's basically the rowing's ugly stepchild. Yeah, um, and I, exactly. I probably go out on a limb and say, I actually probably enjoy canoeing more than rowing. So I agree. Controversial opinion. Completely agree. Yeah. Uh, this was actually a fun story uh, in the track cycling. Uh, um, Lorianne Janest, who had uh, meddled uh, a couple of days ago, and Kelsey Mitchell, who uh, was also, I think she had finished fifth in their event. Uh, they went up against each other that. in the yeah. quarterfinals. Yeah. yeah, and so Kelsey Mitchell won this one. So we may have having both of them uh, end up as medalists. So I, I think she's maybe our last hope for a medal in these games right now. Uh, for the men's side, uh, Hugo Barrett and Nick Walms, uh, they, um, won, well, Barrett won his heat, uh, but, uh, he had to rerun it after two competitors crashed. I need to watch this. Let me go back over and watch this again. He then crashed himself and ended up in the rapid charge. He finished <laughs> fourth and didn't advance. There was a lot of crashes going on there. Can we, can we just interrupt you really quickly? When we do our sports episode, please note down the word repercharge. I'm sick of repercharges. Like just stop having <laughs> repercharges. 
This is bullshit. Are, like, is your, are you opposed to the word repercharge? No, I'm just opposed to repercharges. Like, you're at the Olympics. Like, we're sharing well, medals. We've got skateboarding. You've got third and fourth chances. Like, where's... This is not right. Like, the Super Bowl. You know, like, the Buffalo Bills, when they lose the bloody conference final. Have another crack, son. Like, no! It's sport. You get one chance. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like the idea of repercharge as opposed to qualifying based on time. Until you have to watch an event in its entirety as we're going through here. It's like five hours. Cut out the <laughs> repercharge already. You know, <laughs> like uh, So I, I both agree and disagree with you on that. Um, diving, uh, Nathan Zomber-Murray. Uh, in the the ten meter platform, a uh, it's a great name. We, I think we mentioned that before with him, Zomber Murray. Zomber Murray, like God, yeah. that's that's Bond villain esque. Love it. <laughs> Nathan Zomber Murray yes. versus Idris Hello, Elba, Mr. Bond. Bond. Oh my goodness, it's Zomber Murray. Yes, it is, Mr. Bond. <laughs> uh, but uh, he actually uh, had the the in the semifinals. He had the top score in the first uh, round, but it sort of fell apart after that. So uh, he, didn't he just missed out. Didn't it? The, the, the knitting is what you know. As a as, although, as a potential Bond villain, Zomber Murray does not knit. I don't think that would have. It would have been a great gimmick though for a Bond villain, right? Does he write you in know, a diary you, though? Writing diary <laughs> knitting. That's people just need these really really calming pastimes in between their events to have success. That's what is. What other things can we come up with? Podcasting, knitting, diary writing. Podcast, yeah, I mean napping no, should be one. Brian Lochte just needs to go to school, so maybe he can get an education. <laughs> maybe. Don't know. I want to see somebody playing solitaire. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to see someone watching porn. Like, just, you know. <laughs> Cut to the Olympic crowd. Sport. Ryan Lochte would be watching porn. Come on. <laughs> um, this one I'm excited to talk about. So, in the women's marathon, uh, we had a couple of runners in there, uh, but the, the main one I want to talk about to actually finish, uh, uh, first of all, I'll just mention uh, the uh, ones who I don't want to talk about because uh, they're not as exciting. Dana Podorsky uh, finished 73rd. Natasha Wodok finished 13th, which is actually really good. But Melindy Elmore uh, ah. came in ninth place. And what's exciting about this is that uh, not just the fact that she you know, is 41 years old and came in ninth place in the marathon, it's the fact that she last competed in Athens. This is an athlete who came out of retirement 17 years later and somehow finished ninth place in the marathon. I think she just went in the goal saying, I just want to go out there and I want to finish in the top 10. I mean, that's just fantastic. Let's get her on the show. Well, I want her down. on the show. I, 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 want, Colin, I, I, I just want to interrupt you again. Sorry, I mean, very interrupting today. But like, I've got, you've seen my list of people that we're <laughs> going to reach out to. Your, your homework is to get her and I want Evan Dumpy back on the show. So I want to talk oh, to yeah. about craft dinner. So, well, because you know. and my pitch to Melindy is going to be, listen, the last distant athlete we had was on our first guest, and it was Evan Dunphy, and we not only landed him a bronze medal, but a craft dinner sponsorship. So imagine hey. what we can get you. Yeah, we might even get a listener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the artistic story. Now, when you go through the results on the Olympic.ca website, they'll mention the athlete's name and stuff like this. Artistic swimming. The artistic swimming competition concludes with the team-free routine. Canada is in fifth place. Doesn't mention the athletes' names. Doesn't say, hey, we're moving on. Nothing. Just They're that ashamed of their artistic swimmers that they can't (laughs) even mention them by name. They've let the country down. Our most successful Olympics ever. But no, no, we won't talk about the artistic swimmers. They have a full (laughs) paragraph on here to the woman who finished 73rd in the marathon. You know what's so (laughs) weird? I just got a posting from the Team Canada. As soon as I said that, 
Team Canada notification on here. I'm like, did they hear this? Are they really upset at me or something? <laughs> it's Brittany. Brittany loves us so much that she's uh, posting stuff to us deliberately. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Jordan Steen uh, was in the repechage. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but lost in the wrestling. Uh, this was sort of our last hope at wrestling, so we're going to go home empty-handed. Uh, karate, Daniel Gesinski. Ah, the... Uh, the Daniel Kisinski. Uh, I really love karate. I mean, we talked about this the other day, and I know you and Jared talked about it a little bit yesterday, but I love this sport. I wish that we had this back already. And it, it's, I, I actually heard today, like, apparently karate is really big in, in France as well. Like, it's actually one of their biggest sports. So it's kind of considered shocking that they don't have it there. Bring back karate. Both of these events are great. Um, but Daniel Kisinski, uh, he had only one win, one draw, two losses. He didn't even advance. Sad for him. Uh, our golfers were definitely not doing as well as Australia. Uh, <laughs> our best golfer, Brooke Henderson, 29th, and Elena Sharp, 49th. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, water polo, uh, we finished seventh overall. Yeah. So, but 16 to seven, that was a, a decisive victory for seventh place. Is there much of a golf culture in Canada? I know when I was doing work for the the Panthers, um, and these are we're talking like kids that are between the ages of sixteen and twenty. Their um their their little activity they like to do to bond was go off and play golf. These are sixteen to twenty year olds, and Vancouver. I mean, is this just Vancouver Island because it's the the posh part of the country? Like, I mean, you know, is Winnipeg a golfing mecca? It, well, it's funny you mention that because I feel like golf is one of the favorite pastimes in Canada. Like so many people are like, oh yeah, it's golf season. Oh, I can go out and I can golf. Like everybody's really excited to do it. But as far as competitive golf goes, I mean, us finishing what 29th overall, I mean, that probably is the Canadian best. Jared, um, just before I get to some Aussie results, uh, Nicola Diary McDermott is still leading. Eleanor Patterson is about to do her final. She's got one more chance to clear 198. She's dropped to fourth. Uh, and it's not on my screens of seven right now, but it is on my screens of Tokyo.com, basically. So I'll update that. The Boomers, nine points up in the third. Wait. How are we feeling? <laughs> are, are you telling me they're not carrying this on your network right now? The the high jump or the... Yeah, high jump. They are on, on seven, mate, but I've got the basketball on and I've got the app on. So um, I'm CBC kind of... CBC is having better network coverage than you are for your Australian athletes. Uh, Eleanor's the Boomers out. are playing. Eleanor's out, so she's not cleared it, so she will not win a medal. So uh, she will be fourth at best. But uh, that means Nicola will win a medal then, surely. Oh, no, there's still a couple of... Uh, yeah, so there's still a still few in five it, to go at 196. Yeah, no, the Boomers are playing, Colin. This is our, our big story right now. Uh, eight points up. Oh, Patty Mills to the basket. He drives it back to double digits. Come oh, on, Boomers. I love her. Uh, love her. <laughs> <laughs> She's brilliant, isn't she? She's so good. Uh, all right, Aussie results today. Uh, the modern pentathlon, Ed Fernan got 31st. Good job, Ed. Glad you did that modern and pentathlon. Uh, I think Chin Chloe's up, brother. Buddy. Chin up, champ. <laughs> I'm sure Chloe's brother did better in Rio. I don't know where he uh, actually finished. Um, in the Kieran... Uh, we had two Australians in quarterfinals or have two Australians. I don't know if they're there tomorrow. We're just saying here Matthew Glazer and Matthew Richardson are in the quarters. I don't know if they happen tonight or not, but cool. Tomorrow, That's good. I think. Tomorrow, all right, good, all right, good for that. Uh, Hannah Green, as we mentioned, had a bit of the old uh, Greg Norman in golf. She was in uh, hoping for all the lightning today that she would have won a bronze had it been cancelled, but unfortunately uh, it did, but not enough to not her, but fifth, uh, which is where she finished. And the other Aussie, Minji Lee, in a tie for 29th. 
Uh, we didn't have anyone in the equestrian. I mean, Bruce Springsteen did, but Australia didn't. So, uh, go. Is that our team that got kicked out because of the uh, Mr. Cocaine Mr. Sniffer? Cocaine. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's been listening to a bit too much Bruce Springsteen. So, um, is that possibly how that uh, played out there? Um, in the diving, it doesn't want to tell me. Uh, Mr. Cassio Russo did make the final, did he, Jared? Yep. How did he end up going? Do you remember? Because this isn't uh, refreshing for me. Somewhere in the six to eight region. Uh, oh, I can see it now. Eight. Okay, good. Oh, well, we beat two Americans and that's all that matters. So, uh, suck it, America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the track cycling, we, we went over the fact that we didn't do very well in the Madison, so we don't really need to go over that. Um, in the canoe kayak, we got six in the K4 500 um, in the women's marathon. Uh, Sinead Diver, 10th. Good job there for, for Sinead uh, there. Uh, Ellie Pashley got 23rd and Lisa Waitman got 26th. Uh, so solid results there for Australia. In the women's K4 500, Australia was 7th, second last. Come on, chin up, guys. Pick it up. Not good enough. Um, and in the – no, we didn't have anyone in that one. Cool. Um, in the men's 1500, as we were talking about before, uh, if this wants to refresh in time, I think Stewie got about 7th from the looks of things there, which uh, – if it had not been for Ariane Titmus and Ockenden and Belts, probably would have been a gold, basically, for Tasmania at these Olympics. But we've got high standards now that we've got uh, Ariane Titmus and silver medal winning Kookaburras. Uh, Stewie got seventh, and Oliver Hall got 11th in that. So that's still, I mean, we'll take that. Pretty uh, exciting there. Um, what else happened today? The high jump's still happening right now. I can see that Nicola's still winning. Oh, could we get that 18th gold, Jared? That would be exciting. That's what we want, don't we? Artistic swimming. Oh, I expect better from the Aussie girls. Come on, ninth. Come on, we're at Greece. They didn't start. Yeah, well, start. we did. They didn't start. <laughs> <laughs> so Australia got last out of all the uh, competitors. We got beaten by Egypt in artistic swimming. Come on. Not good enough, Australia. For shame. Um, I, I'm not happy with that. Uh, I, seriously, that's 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 ruined my Olympics. Um, <laughs> such a good Olympics until I found that out. In the water polo, we got fifth. We beat the Dutch 14 to seven. So, yay! Uh, <laughs> go that team. Go the Sharks. Stingers. Stingers. Yes, the Sharks and the men. Gee, I'm getting confused now. Um, and yeah, the boomers right now are 10 up with two to go in the third. Um, so that's our main ones today. Just quickly, the baseball, bottom of the seventh, Japan, one, nothing up and Brazil have scored in the, uh, the football. So of course, Brazil did not win a gold medal in men's football until Rio bastards beat Germany in a penalty shootout for the gold. But right now it could be going back to back. And I have to say, I'm going for Brazil. Um, so, come on, Brazil. Get that goal. They've had a good day today, Brazil. They've already won two gold. So, uh, that's uh, quite good for them. Now, um, a couple of things before we get to what we watched, fails and uh, athlete of the day. Let's play some commentary. Our last commentary for the Olympics until Beijing. And we're going to have some fun during Beijing, aren't we, for commentary. Where we all started with Jared's famous mogul, mogul, mogul calls. But, Jared, speaking of famous, this is where you're going to make yourself even more famous because... We did some rhythmic gymnastics, and this always reminds me of, I think, our very first episode when you brought up the fact that this shouldn't be a real sport. And now, five years later, you get to commentate on it. What was this experience like for you? 
Oh, groundbreaking. I've got a newfound respect. Um, I can't believe I ever said it shouldn't belong in the Olympics. Uh, it's definitely more professional than artistic gymnastics. Wow, that's a big call. Colin, were you sad that you weren't here for this? Uh, yeah, I actually, I don't know why I thought that we were going to um, uh, record that as like the last one. And I was thinking tomorrow we're going to do it. So I, we, Jamie and I were even watching this last time. I got to do some research. I got to get ready because we're going to do rhythmic gymnastics. So uh, thanks for jumping the gun on that, Ben. You're welcome. Anytime. Glad to uh, glad to help you out. Uh, but all right, here it is. Our last commentary for the Tokyo Olympics. This is us commentating a rhythmic a gymnastics. Yes, welcome back to the Ariaki Gymnastics Centre for the gymnastics that is the real gymnastics. It is rhythmic gymnastics. We're here for the individual all-round qualification, rotation one. My favourite of all of the rotations, I must be honest with you. And it's a pleasure to be joined by 1973 Rhythmic Gymnastics male champion, Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back to the commentary box. Thank you. It's uh, good to be commentating this fantastic sport that's more than deserving of its spot on the Olympic roster. Here's Samir Kuta, now of Japan, and uh, she's got her favourite apparatus here, the hoop. Now, as she gets started here, Jared, tell, tell us the idea behind the hoop. What are we looking for with the hoop routine right now? Well, basically, we're just hoping they don't drop it. Uh, if you catch it, that's a great start. And then just doing uh, some movements throughout. If you can go through the hoop, that's 10 bonus points. Which is always a positive. Now, Samir's got off to a good start here. The almost a Harry Garside ballerina spin there with the hoop, which is always good to see. And I like these little flick-ups with the hoop there. And oh, what a little rotation there, Jared. That's a very difficult one to do. A very difficult rotation and a no-sided catch of the hoop, which will get a many, many, many bonus points. Now, as you can see there on the side of the apparatus on the floor, there's another hoop and a ball there. Is that the emergency hoop and ball? Should this break? Because she's obviously very vigorous with this hoop. That is true. Similar to the badminton when the Australian player broke their racket and ran off to grab another, they can do the same in rhythmic gymnastics. Goes for the leg turnaround. This is called the plugging the holes, which is always a unique Japanese move. Around the neck, around the arm, around the arm, around the neck, up into the sky. She's going to catch this well, and she does. Fantastic. That's better catching than I've seen in the baseball all week. That's true. The uh, Australian softball players could learn a thing or two from that. Now tell us about this sort of leg spread going backwards there because I mean, is that kind of the Japanese routine of mateship? Is this sort of the Japanese tinder or is there something else behind the spreading of the legs? No, you're correct. This is a traditional uh, courting routine. Um, she would normally dance this for a bunch of suitors. Uh, instead, she's dancing it for a bunch of judges. Oh, wow. And the double leg catch there and fantastic. And I'm swiping right on that one as the crowd goes absolutely crazy. Even the volunteers are clapping here, Jared. Japanese are so hospitable here with their own. And what a what a fantastic routine we've seen there from Samir Kita there. That, that's that's got to get her at least 22 points. Oh, absolutely. Didn't drop the hoop once. Was very in control of the routine. Um, just excellent rhythmic gymnastics. Now take a look at the slow-mo here. What fantastic camera work. The way the hoop just goes around the head there. She flips around. She's swiping left and all the boys she doesn't want. But there's a swipe light right. And goodness me, isn't it a good swipe? And look at the spinny spins right there, Jared. I've not seen spinny spins like that since I last played Tiddlywinks. This is true. The, uh, the merry-go-round move is very popular in the rhythmic gymnastics and she pulls it off 
triple wow. spin, merry-go-round, um, and then pulls the handbrake. My goodness me, the handbrake pull there, absolutely incredible. And look at the ankle spin there. What incredible ankle work there. She didn't skip leg day this week, it's clear to see. And my goodness me, that is a ankle spin and a half. And look at the emotion on her young Japanese artist's face there. I mean, my goodness, she really is an artist. And look at the look at the leotard there. Talk about art. I mean, everything about this sport is just art. It's very impressive. And then we see there the uh, hoop move, the guillotine with the hoop around the neck going round and round. Wow, and take a look at a coach there, of course, with Bruno the teddy bear, famous Japanese mascot, and they're waving in the kiss and cry. And, oh, look at that, a 23.1. I said 22. Oh, Jared, that's a national record. Oh, my goodness. Wow, aren't they going off here in Japan? They are absolutely going off. The crowds are in the stadium, the three people, and those at home who have accidentally switched over are very excited about this result. Wow, absolutely fantastic. Now we've got Egypt's Habiba Mazouk there. I love the little nod at the beginning there, starting in the middle ring of the Olympic rings. Uh, a, tr a clear tribute to the Olympic movement. United by emotion we see behind there. Well, she's united by the Olympics. Yeah, higher, faster, stronger together. Wow, absolutely. Now, Habiba going Ooh. for a bit more up. Move up. drop. Oh, yes. The, I was going to say the, the upbeat music here, but uh, maybe she's going to be too excited for it there. Yeah, I don't know about the clashing colour of the orange ball with the um, with the blue and gold outfit. Probably a couple yeah. of deductions there from the judges. I have to say, it's it's kind of a more a hello boys ball, isn't it? Like, look at me, I've got a bright ball, but I don't know how she's going here with the flips. And oh, she's dropped it between the legs. The ball's between the legs, but she's going to flip it around there. And I tell you one thing, I'm glad the Boomers weren't playing like that. They played for about two quarters doing that way, but at least they played when that because that's not good ball movement here by the Egyptian. It's true, but still better than any of the offering the Opals put up throughout the two weeks of the Olympics. Absolutely correct there. Now she goes for the spin backflip twist with the orange ball. The Hello Boys, the Japanese Tinder move. Now she flips it back up and it's going to hit the head. No, she decides to do it. Oh, she's hit the knee. She's hit the knee, Jared. Oh, no, she's hit the knee. She's just showcasing all the sports. I'm not sure if she realizes this terrific gymnastics or if she's just trying to do a tryout for all the other teams. We have seen the basketball dribble, uh, the volleyball bunt. Uh, the soccer headbutt, it's just all in there. I, I have heard rumours that the Egyptian Olympic Committee are struggling to find athletes for Paris, so clearly we're seeing here Habiba just uh, doing, trying to do that. But uh, she's doing the flip forward, the forward flip, and then all oh, through the legs up again. Oh, she's caught that one again, through the back knee, the back knee onto the butt, the butt onto the back, the back onto the head. Oh, that's great moves there. The LeBron James bounce before that spike that you're talking about, and under the boob, under the boob ball. Oh, that's an amazing way to finish. She started off poorly, but under the boob ball, that's got to get her some high points here. That is a showstopper. The one way you want to finish a routine to be able to catch a, capture the ball under the boob. Uh, incredible athleticism. I do believe that was the move that got you the championship way back in the day, Jared. I mean, tell us what what it is about the under boob ball that really speaks to the judges. It's just so difficult to pull off. Um, and it was very controversial back in the day, but nowadays a little bit more acceptable. Now, of course, Habiba here looking to get above 20. And if she gets above 20, this will be an Egyptian record. And, of course, if you set an Egyptian record, not only do you avoid death, but you actually get a street parade on top of the pyramids, which is a unique thing. And I believe her face will be carved into the Sphinx. Which That's is true. Nice and that touch. ball will uh, rest atop the pyramids for the uh, rest of time. Fantastic. I really do love the Egyptians' way of celebrating their Olympic glories. And now she looks, she waits, remember, above 20. And that... Honor is hers. Cairo holds its breath. She holds the ball. And she waits. She waits. She waits. Oh, this is a tense wait here, Jared. 
Yeah, they're looking at all the footage, reviewing it for any mistakes. That drop ball early, you might see a little bit of a deduction. As you're seeing here, they, they are reviewing the tape again. This is taking a long time. Not a not a common thing in rhythmic gymnastics. This is the least bribable of the gymnastics, so I'm, I'm very shocked that this is taking some time. Egypt still waiting, just absolutely on tenterhooks right now to see what is happening. Yes, of course, most judges not wanting to admit that they adjudicate rhythmic gymnastics, so bribing uh, isn't much of an issue because they wouldn't want that to get out into the world. Great shot there of the mascots. Great camera work here. And she's holding her coach's hand there. Of course, they just announced they're having a baby. She's done it. She's above 20. Oh, Jared. Cairo's erupting right now. What a moment for Egyptian rhythmic gymnastics. Such a moment. And no deduction either. So uh, Clarice on the end of oh. the judging panel must have missed that ball drop. Wow. This is why the kids love this sport. It's the emotion of it all. Listen to the crowd. They're going off still. That's actually Egypt. You can hear them all the way on the other side of the world. But right now we've got to calm down. We've got another another great competitor here. 19-year-old Shisaki Iwa of Japan. And check out the leotard on her, Jared. Oh, my goodness. That's some crafty beadwork. Yeah, a little bit confused by the colours. Um, maybe she thought she was representing France and then got a late call up for Japan. Well, she's going with her favourite apparatus. She's gone for the hoop. Now, she's gone for kind of the shiny hoop. I believe she picked this up at the reject shop. Uh, good way to save money there. Obviously, Japan has spent a lot of money on these Olympics. But, oh, no, she's lost the ring. Oh, she's lost the ring, Jared. Oh, what happened there? Well, I think that we can blame that on the reject shop. It's not a high-quality wow. ring. Um, she may have to go to the ring-sitting um, to the side of the square because uh, this one's potentially going to break. Now, after we just had the very upbeat music from Habiba there, interesting, she's kind of almost going for the Swan Lake-style ballet music here. Interesting choice. I'm going to feel that's going to bring some deductions there, Jared. I'm not sure about this. The crowd was getting involved in the pump-up music. Now, now they're falling asleep. Yeah, the crowd can really um, boost your score if they're feeling it. But, um, yeah, this one, uh, it's a little bit confused why she's gone for this music style. Now, amazing catch there just over the back, Nick. Now, she's going around there and she's lost it. Oh, no, she's got it over the butt. Oh, good job there. That was a good butt wiggle. Moving it around there. Fantastic work. She's been watching the artistic swimming this week because that was a good butt wiggle. It was, and she's gone straight from the butt wiggle into the guillotine and then the twizzle. Oh, the twizzle is my favourite. Now, she goes to that ankle flip now onto the arm flip. Now, she catches it, spins it around, spins it back around their neck. Goes through the arm now, a very high one there, not as high as she liked. Oh, and that's a bingo. Right across the knees there, fantastic. Bit sloppy on the execution. Oh, and I don't like the way she moved her fingers up there at the end. I think she might lose some points for that finger wiggle. Yeah, the, uh, the one finger salute there at the end to the judging panel. I'm not sure if Clarice will be uh, happy about seeing that. Oh, Chisaki doesn't look happy. She's, uh, yeah, this leotard as well. I'm still very worried about it there. She's almost kind of got a sort of duck little number going around the crotch region there, which I'm not too sure. But she looks disappointed, Jared. She, she's usually the happiest rhythmic gymnast on the planet, but she's just got a bit of a sad look on her face. Yeah. Nearly found, fell down the stairs at were, which would have been a five-point deduction. Wow. Now, just uh, here's the, the Hello Tinder boys there, and it's... Always good to see the, the openness of the legs there, really enticing the kids into the sport of rhythmic gymnastics. And check out the ankle grab there. Wow, that must take you some time, Jared, to be able to grab your ankle that way. Yeah, the, uh, the good old uh, ankle grind. And just it's just the athleticism. If she just hadn't had that bobble at the start, she would have got a really good score, but um, rightly disappointed in herself at this point in time. And, of course, if she doesn't get 20, her husband will divorce her, so... We have to keep an eye on how the scores will go. 
Very nerve-wracking here once again. Now she waves at her husband, says, Please don't leave me, Jim. I do love you. But uh, no, they're going back to the tape here. Now, I'm not sure what they're looking at here, Jared. It looks like a bit of a, a bit of a thread is loose on the lower part of the leotard. And a bead... Oh, a bead has fallen off. Oh, there we go. That's, a, that's at least a half a point of deduction. Yep. Um, she may even be disqualified from the whole event. Wow. Now, her entire marriage is on the line right now. Has to score above 20 to stay married. And the crowd's clapping. They like it. Oh, a 23.1. Okay. So, she will remain married. That's that's a positive for Japan. Yeah, the marriage continues. Um, the gold medal hopes not so much. Now, our final competitor for the day here. I'm looking forward to this one, Jared. This is... Ukraine's number one rhythmic gymnastics and Ukraine's number one Michael Jackson fan, Victoria Onoparenko, dancing to Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Now, Jared, this is this is for the kids. Not only is it for rhythmic gymnastics, but it's for the kids because the kids love Michael Jackson. Well, yeah, this is what we want. We want a good music choice, a strong uh, outfit here, the military style. Uh, and look at that starting pose. Oh, catches a ball with the beat of Smooth Criminal starting. That's how you want it. The spin around there. MJ, I'd say, is spinning in his grave, but he's not. He's dancing in his grave. Oh, and the butt catch. The flip over the head. Oh, my goodness me. I've not seen ball movement since that. Since Michael Jackson used to grab his balls, Jared. It's true. This is, uh, this is just a level above the rest of the competitors so far. We are seeing the rhythmic put into gymnastics tonight right now with this performance. Victoria is on fire. Now she catches it through the crotch, back under the knee, back to the head. Oh, flips it over. And if you don't mind, that is not only the LeBron James, that's the Kevin Durant with spice. Very much so. And this uh, is potentially going to get her a spot in the Ukrainian handball team, these skills. Oh, I know that's a dream of young Victoria's here now. She flips through from one end to the other, bounces with the boobs, if you don't mind, and flips around underneath the chest, through into the air, back onto the back with Pike. Fantastic work. Over to the ball toss, catches it, falls oh, over top of it. Oh, the trizzle through the legs, back over the top, bounces. Oh, that's the Michael Jordan. That's the Michael Jordan, Jared. I've not seen that since 1992 in Barcelona. Wow. Yep, that's the uh, Hail Mary nothing but net. My goodness, dream team galore here as she goes over the shoulders, does the worm if you don't mind. Wow, she's adding some spicy, Jared. The worm with the MJ and the other MJ, he is absolutely loving it in his grave right now watching from above. Oh, he definitely would be. This is just amazing. The fact that she's incorporated all wow. these moves could try out for the hip-hop Ukrainian team for uh, for Paris. It's a possibility. There's nothing I can't see this athlete competing in. There's nothing I can't see that is this athlete doing in general. She is she is the absolute superstar of the world right now. Look at that outfit. I mean, she she should be marching down the streets of Kiev right now, going up saying, "Hey, Vladimir Putin, invade us now! I dare you! I've got a ball." And she goes up. That's a mum. That's a mum, Catherine, of course, also a coach. Good to see there. Now, check out the bum flip around. One-handed, if you don't mind. There's the Michael Jordan. There's the over and under. And, oh, just under the B.O. armpit as well there. She's wearing some Rexona and then some today, Jared. Yeah, Rexona sales are going up after this. What an athlete. What such an advertising opportunity. Wow. All the talk these Olympics in the gymnastic circles with Simone Biles. Well, bugger Simone Biles. Victoria Onoparenko is where it's at. Check out this. And the craftsmanship on that military-style uniform. I mean, the way the Ukrainian flag fits just above the waistline. My goodness me. Now, I'm expecting a high score here. Yes, hello to yourself there, Victoria. Yes, we're waving back at you. Mum and daughter loving this. Look at the pin collection on her mum there. She's been busy during these Olympics, Jared. 
Look at yes, she's met every single athlete by the looks of things. 24.30, only 10th. Take a long, hard look at yourself, judges here. That was easily the top mark I've seen today. But let's take a look at the individual standings right now. We've got Rock in one and two, Belarus three and four, Israel, Italy, Bulgaria, Israel again, Bulgaria again. Bulgaria doing very, very well right now, sitting in seventh and ninth. There we have uh, Ukraine in 10th, Victoria in 11th, Italy, USA, Japan, Azerbaijan, disappointed with that, I know, Slovenia, USA, Georgia, Salome having a fantastic games. And we've got Mexico, Egypt, Hungary, Kazakhstan, Japan, Australia in a record position of 24th, Uzbekistan, and of course the final nation there of the Cape Verde Islands. Jared, when I think of the Olympics, I think of rhythmic gymnastics. And right now, I can't think of a better way to go back to the studio. It's a pleasure to have you here once again in Tokyo, and I look forward for the remaining days of competition for rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, thank you. I'm hoping that the uh, we might see some of those hula hooping routines as the Olympic rings in the closing ceremony. Well, we'll see how that goes. Right now, we're crossing back to the Off The Podium studio with Ben, Jared, and Colin. i tell you what. Michael Jackson at the Rhythmic Gymnastics should be more of a thing. That was pretty epic. I'm saying now, if that's at every Rhythmic Gymnastics, I'm there for Brisbane. I'm front row. Front row. Seriously, can we actually make a pact? If we're still all alive, particularly Colin, because he'll be like 50-something by then. Um, can we can we get front row seats to the Rhythmic Gymnastics in Brisbane? <laughs> Dead I, I, silence. <laughs> let me see. Do I, I want to fly all the way to Brisbane when I could just go to Los Angeles prior to that? Well, how about well, I'll be let's there all too. be front and center Los Angeles? All right. Well, I'll go to I'll go front and center for you for LA, and I'll go front and center with Jared in Brisbane. I'll back to back. I'll do Done. it. How does that sound? <laughs> yeah. Good. I'll do all it. Right. You good? I'm glad. Jared, will you do it? hundred percent. As long as we get the modern pentathlon as well, front seat. Oh God! Did you actually? Did you obviously you listened to the show last night? You would have heard us talk about it, Colin. Did you see any of the modern pentathlon that was all in one stadium and that the pool? Like, no. I well, I was watching it today and I love it because it's a twenty-five meter pool, so it's kind of like a short course. And it was pissing down with rain today again. While these guys are like full on swimming, like they've literally got every apparatus of the modern pentathlon in one stadium. They've built a an outdoor pool. They've got like a fencing little table there. Then they've got the show jump course and then you run around the show jumping course and shoot so if you can go back and watch a replay but watch the modern pentathlon it's fantastic will do good all right i thought there was gonna be more of a reaction there but clearly not all right um wow this show is going very well the boomers are up eight with the three on the buzzer oh he scores was that was that exum or was that inglis that was inglis and uh slovenia can't get it so oh third quarter over 11 points up Ingles, sorry, not Ingles. Ingles, one of the, the guy who plays for the Jazz. Um, wow, Jared, can we not choke from 11 points up at three-quarter time? Our first ever. This is going to be the medal of the game for Australia. If we can get a bronze, but this, seriously, you think I'm joking? This would be epic. It would be. Um, I'm not making a call until that final buzzer sounds. This, I like, all seriousness. And, Colin, to put this in, again, you've heard us talk about it. Let's talk about it again. Australia is, like, the chokingest of chokingest in the men's bars. I think this is, what, our fifth time we've been to a bronze medal game. We have not won it. I don't know if you remember Rio when we got dodgy call in the final seconds of that game against Spain and lost it on the buzzer, basically. But this, this would be huge. They will celebrate this bronze medal bigger than some of our gold medals at these Olympics. 
And to think you could have actually beaten the Americans and been in the gold game. <laughs> Yet that's never going to happen because, again, we are the uh, the boomers. But, uh, oh, God, I'll let, like 12 minutes away right now from this. Uh, meanwhile, we might win another gold tonight and we're more excited about this bronze. Uh, Nicola McDermott has cleared two metres. She's cleared two metres. Get on board, Nicola. Write in your diaries. Dear diary, oh. I'm fucking epic at javelin, not javelin high jump. I can't even get the sport right. Why? Why can I not get the sport right? Do they pick? They should pick it up. There you go. Combine event. Pick up the, the bar and go and throw it at the same Throw it time. and then use it for the pole vault as well. Exactly. I'm, okay, I'm about to see the jump right now. Here she oh, is. Look she's at, in she's her so, diary. She's so pumped up. Now, now oh, I, was, I was, I was so proud that we, I was so proud we were carrying this when your network wasn't, and now CBC's decided to cut to an interview with the um the the tenth place finisher in the ten thousand meter. She's got a she's got a cross necklace around. She's got the bling. Like I, I always do remember that women's high jump is often one of my favorite events at the Olympics. Um, I was gonna say I think Ben has a type. <laughs> the women's pole vault and the women's high jump are generally the best events to watch at the Olympics outside of gymnastics and synchronized swimming and um, all that sort of stuff. Can I just say diving? Men's diving? Tom Daly? Yeah. Like, woof. I think we talked about that with like, oh, the, the sexualization of the uniforms. Men's diving is way more revealing than the women's outfits. I think men's diving is the most revealing sport at the Olympics, even more than oh, women's yeah. beach volleyball. Like, they have got shoestrings around their crotches. Like, they might not as well be wearing thongs. Exactly. Yeah, but we don't talk about that, too. But, I mean, God, I know I know. Tom Daly swings that way. I might swing that way. Like, he's <laughs> he's a man. I've walked past him. I, I've breathed the air next to him when I walked past him at the Commonwealth Games Village. He's a he's a good-looking rooster, that Tom you Daly. with him. I would knit everything with him. Come on. I mean, between him and the 4 by one Canadian men's team, again, I was talking off air, that photo of them, like, be proud to be Canadian, Colin, because uh, <laughs> my goodness, they're uh, very well respectable in certain areas of the. Uh, stop sexualizing the men, Ben. This is uh, this is not good. Um, I want to quickly talk. Uh, uh, something I mentioned last night was in regards to medals won per capita, which is always interesting. There's actually a website, medalspercapita.com, and this goes through all the Olympics, and it's got Tokyo right now. So, all right, let's play a game here, guys. Top five countries of medals won per capita at these Olympics. Can you can you guess right now? I'm going Jamaica as number one. San Jamaica. Marino. Jamaica's number six. They have uh, got a medal per every 423,023 <gasps> people. San Marino, number one. A medal per 11,310 people. I'm crazy. Uh, I'm trying to... Can you name some of the other ones? Because I actually read no, because you guess them. That's the point. No, uh, <laughs> I feel like I, I read earlier. It's going to be island nations, right? So there's a pretty obvious one if you think about it. We've talked up one nation a lot. I'm trying to think who the um, guitar. No, guitar. Who won is... the the women's triathlon? Bermuda. Uh, Bermuda is number two on the list. Bermuda as a medal per every 63,918. Qatar actually, Colin, I think has a lot more people than you realize. Uh, they've got their 26, uh, a medal per 1.4 million people. Uh, I'll, I'll help you out. He's a Grenada, Grenada, a third, uh, a medal per 112,523. The one at, 
Uh, Fiji is seventh, a medal per 448,000. It also goes on the total. So I'm surprised neither of you went to New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand, because they've got 19 medals uh, per a population of only 4.8 million. So 200, one, one medal per 253,000 people. Uh, and Bahamas are fifth. So they've got a population of 393,000. They've won one medal, so it's one per 393,000. Didn't they so win two? Good. Uh, well, according, maybe they haven't updated this. Uh, but yeah, because they, they won in four, men's and women's 400 meter, didn't they? To, yeah, possibly. I think they did. Uh, so Canada, uh, 36, a medal per 2.096 million. And Australia are apparently not on this list. Uh, we do not exist. Oh, no, we're 11th. Okay, we're a lot higher than I thought we would. Uh, we've got a medal per 621,000 people. And uh, the bottom's pretty easy. India, a medal per every 276 million people. Uh, Bring Nigeria. in cricket. Yeah, Nigeria. Although, having said that, uh, India have had about five fourth places. Uh, I, I've noticed uh, a lot of fourth places going on there. Nigeria, 87th, their second last, with only two medals, uh, 103 million per uh, medal. China, amazingly, leading the medal tally, still 73rd. Uh, <laughs> medal per 19 million people. That's almost the population of Australia. So uh, that's pretty crazy. This Boomers game, Jared, I thought we were just shitting at him. We're about 13 points up, but all of a sudden it's back to eight. Slovenia coming back here. How are we feeling? Oh, that was way easy. You just left him wide. I, I could have marked him, and I'm on the other side of the world. Oh, we're going to choke, aren't we, Jared? We're choking. It's going to come down to It's going to be the same as Rio, isn't it? Final oh, shot. <laughs> I'm not feeling very well right now. Um, meanwhile, in the javelin, Nicola's still writing in a diary, and she's still winning. Uh, Brazil is still I winning. Jump! I jump! <laughs> I can't get it right, can I? Jesus. The javelin was last night. It's very I'm, confusing. I'm still. I, I can't even guess our javelin contestants, con- competitors, and yet now I'm getting the sport confused. What's wrong with me? Don't even ask me that question. Uh, what did we watch today, gentlemen? Uh, Jared, you can go first. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I saw right the um, a bit of the canoeing, the uh, track, like I've mentioned, which was just abysmal. Uh, the men's basketball, the gold medal match. And mm-hmm. then the men's beach volleyball, the gold medal match, which is actually good because Norway beat us in the group stages. So it kind of felt like vindication that they won the whole thing. Colin, what did you watch today? Uh, I watched some of the not rowing, uh, the paddling, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Uh, the uh, beach volleyball, gold and bronze medals, uh, the 10 meter platform, the, the marathon, the women's marathon. Uh, I'm currently watching the high jump. Otherwise known as the javelin, <laughs> the high <Highland>. and uh, <laughs> and uh, a little bit of the track cycling too. Although I didn't stick with it through all uh, 186 laps of the Madison or whatever that is. Well, where's the commitment? You could have at least stuck around <laughs> till lap 100 when Australia dropped dropped out. At least the Madison, you can understand. You just watch the Omnium if you need to get a degree in physics to understand what's going on there. Um, yeah, I watched uh, the US uh, win gold today in the basketball. Um, I saw a bit of the beach volleyball. I watched some rhythmic gymnastics. I watched some modern pentathlon, uh, athletics. I'm watching the basketball right now. Uh, and the javelin. I'm watching the javelin right now. The javelin's very, very entertaining. I love how they're showing this Nicholas. She's laying on her back reading a diary and she's got drawings in it. She's like drawing in colored pencil. You, know, you guys are missing out because the woman's four by five. 
the women's four by 400 relay is about to start and Belgium was line dancing. Wow. Well, they should actually, one thing we didn't talk about last night. Why would you not take the layup there, Ingles? What are you doing? Oh, okay, That's what you were talking about last night, not taking the layup? Um, the, the four by, okay, now they've cut to the, uh, the, the relay now. So I've got the Belgians. Yep. I see the line dancing Belgians. Um, I liked all the little, uh, the Chinese, uh, the four by one came out and they were doing like these cool little dance moves and the Jamaicans, the only time they looked happy. Yeah. Yeah. So the Brits are coming out and they're just going to be dicks, aren't they? Oh no. (laughs) They're doing a photo, photo shoot. Yeah. Um, wow. Why are Britain wearing swimming costumes? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like seriously they look like they're wearing a one piece so they should be going down to the local uh you know swimming meet and australia's turned it over again have they oh god this is i can't watch the basketball like i'm just oh, this is too much this is going to be like doing reactions last night to the soccer um what what the hell am i talking about right now oh so just looking at the basketball here's some facts for you canada have won medal in the men's basketball before in 1936 you lost to the u.s can I just say, not very high-scoring basketball in 1936. The final score was 19 to 8. Was this just like a free throw competition or something like that in Berlin? Why was it so low scoring? Canada have also lost the bronze medal match twice in uh, your home Olympics in 76 and in 84. Australia, 1988 in Seoul, lost to the US in the bronze medal game, 78 to 49. In Atlanta, we lost to Lithuania, 80 to 74. In Sydney, I remember this one vividly watching it. In Lithuania, again, in the bronze medal game, we lost 89 to 71. And in Rio, of course, we lost to Spain, 89 to 80, freaking eight. Right now, we are only five points up against freaking Slovenia after having led about 12-13. I'm just not feeling this right now. Oh, no, they're within three. I can't watch it. I can't watch It's happening again, Jared. <gasps> no. Why can't we just be like the US and be confident at sports and when you're winning, stay winning oh. instead of just... Why do we this is choke? a one-man team. It's literally a one. They've got one good player on Slovenia, Luka Donkic. It's the only guy that's good. Yadari is out, boomers. Honestly, <laughs> chill. Right in it. Knit a freaking jumper. Knit something. <laughs> Come on. Oh, God. Um, there's so much happening right now. The 4x4 is on. Um, commentary fails uh, or commentary highlights. Let's go with that. Uh, Jared, did you have anything today? The only one I had from today, which we've mentioned before, was just the typical Channel 7 overhyping athletes. And it happened in the diving when our athlete was finished third in the semifinal portion to get through to the final. And they were talking beforehand how he is like an ex-gymnast um, and he only took the sport up like 12 months ago or whatever. Oh, the TikTok guy. Is it? Oh, no, the other no, guy. No, the other one. Right, he's, okay. So yeah. he's new to the sport or whatever. And and then they started they interviewing him and they're like, you must be proud of that result. Like, surely you were just looking to make the final. But now, a genuine medal chance, don't you reckon? And the guy was like, uh, no, probably not. I'm just having him in the final. I think a medal's probably out of the question. Um like oh but but you've qualified third he's like yeah anything can happen i don't see it happening it's just <laughs> typical channel seven i'm like leave him alone <laughs> oh god colin uh do you have anything um I, i'm just watching canada come very close to meddling in the four by 400 relay here uh so oh, let Patty! me see if I can, let's see god if i can do two it. things at once Sorry, uh, I'm just I'm angry at our female basketballer. They have Patty Mills. Um although we just got so, an, uh, an offensive foul so suck it slovenia suck it luca the first one I have is as more just, um, uh, I, I guess it was another one of these, oh, they didn't realize that they're still on air things. 
uh, after the, the bronze medal match for the men's beach volleyball, um, after Qatar had won, uh, the, the commentator we had, she said, and more beach volleyball action coming up after this. And then there was like dead silence and was showing the two Qatar guys celebrating. She goes, Oh, I love them. <laughs> like, like really erotically. I love them. Obviously did not realize that you have a hot mic there. Oh uh, uh, yeah. You know what? Sorry. Sorry, Patty Forget just that. fucked next, up a shot and went to a three-pointer. Wait, because <laughs> Canada is in the bronze medal position right now for oh, the I'm four watching by this four now too. relay. Who's winning that? Who's that? That's not Britain, is it? America's winning. Oh, uh, go America! Canada's ahead of Jamaica. Oh, hang on! Australia's about to dunk! Dunk it! Dunk it! Yes, we're yeah, up we by got ten! Two sports going Come on! on. Once here. All right. Sorry! <laughs> America's Australia. winning the lead. It's happening! We're winning Canada, bronze and we're winning gold Jamaica. and Canada, Canada can hold off Jamaica the we've the bronze. That Jamaica's got a nice this, ass. This, it's synchronized here. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, no. Oh, it's so close, it's so close. You're ahead of us now. Oh, that's a big three from Slovenia. You're, oh, you're ahead of me here. we just lost the bronze. Oh, that was Luca. Bloody Luca. Can somebody just like Nancy Kerrigan, Luca Donkic's knee? Seriously. Come on, Patty. Hey. Come on, Patty. Use those feminine hormones. That's it. Lay, yes, up by nine. Come on, Patty. <laughs> Now I'm seeing Canada are about to lose the bronze. So they lost the bronze? No, we did lose the bronze, yeah. Oh, classic Canada. And Nicola oh, is about man. to jump at 202. So, oh, everything's this happening. Ah, oh, boo! Slovenia got a three. Sorry. I want to say quickly for the 4x400 relay, this is as big of a deal um, as when the men in the, the relay for swimming came in fourth, where it's like, hey, we just want to show up and prove that swimming isn't just for women in Canada, that the men are here to play. That's kind of the same thing for this women's four by 400 relay team. Like, like, Hey, it's not just the men. So very different. Uh, as Ben's like, yeah, sorry. English right. just got a three back by nine. Sorry, Colin. Uh, back to commentary. Uh, this one, I really liked our um, rhythmic gymnastics commentating team. There was some, uh, some heat between them. Like not the chemistry heat that you talked about, but more like, you can tell they actually don't like working together. Uh, so, and they also both sounded older. I'll say that as well. But um, the, the country of Cabo Verde, uh, which yep. uh, I had never even heard about uh, until this came up, um, the, the the commentator, the, the main guy there, he was like, and Cabo Verde is about 600 kilometers off the coast of West Africa. So I bet she's a good swimmer. And then... <laughs> It gets better because then the female commentator goes, yes, but she took up gymnastics, not swimming. <laughs> it was just quiet. Wow. Like that, that was ooh, a lot of, a lot of uh, uncomfortable awkwardness between those two commentators. Wow. Okay. Um, before I get to mine. All right. Calmly 11 points up with 322 to go. Jared, we can't lose it from here. Can we, can we? Surely not. And in other news, Nicola's guaranteed a medal of some form at the moment. Yeah, I'm watching this. She's jumped. She's missed a 202, and I'm seeing on my Maria Lassatinkane of Rock is jumping for 202. So if she gets this, she'll go to the lead. Uh, I think the there's the only the seven, three left. Seven mates a little bit behind the actual timing screen, so it's kind of oh, Nicola's tall. Like she, she should be a basketball They're all tall. player. She um. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm so distracted here by everything going on right now. I mean, I, like, I, I, we could win our 18th gold, which would be groundbreaking, but I'm more concerned about a bronze. 
That's like literally I'm more concerned about bronze right now for the Ben in the bar. They're not being sexist. Like Nicola is probably my new favorite athlete of these Olympic Games. She's the Chloe Esposito of Tokyo to Ben Waterworth. Look at her determination and screaming at herself as she goes in for this jump that I know she's going to miss. Um, will this Olympic timing screen update itself? I, I'm nervous now if Maria's made the jump. Holy crap balls. Everything's happening on night 15 of the Olympic Games. Um, and oh, she's made it. Oh, no. The Russians made it. Ooh, silver for Australia right now. Jared, you said we needed silver. Not right it's now. It's true. We're lacking in it. Um, I have to say, you talk about the overconfidence of the Channel 7. Um, can we just talk about the overcocky confidence earlier on today about us winning this basketball game? Uh, Edwina freaking just going on about, today I'm certain of it, the Boomers will win bronze. And then what's Matt Shervington's BVO, bronze vibes only? Um, I don't really get it. Uh, I do also love Edwina talking up the bronze medal game. After the gold medal game was finished, she's like, oh, yes, Team USA, some huge names there. But there's some even bigger names tonight. Yes. All right, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, you know, all these huge name NBA players. And we've got, like, Patty Mills, who I think is in the WNBA, um, you know, Dante, some people that I'm sure a majority of uh, Americans probably have uh, never even heard of. But um, I do have to say... Uh, I also loved Edwina talking about um, Stewie McSwain. Oh, we've been offered the King Island Hotel is going to send us the go for gold Stewie Palmy, but uh, we can't quite have it right now due to quarantine, so we might have to get it sent back up to us after the games or something like that. Um, during the modern pentathlon, after every single swimming heat, they played Don't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I was getting fucking sick of them hearing that song. I'm like, why are you playing this song to death? It's getting a little bit annoying going through that way. Um, I have to, this is kind of not really commentary fails. It's more just, I, I re weirdly loved the Americans getting interviewed. So the, um, the guy at the basketball, uh, was interviewing all the, like the big name NBA players after they won the gold. And Edwina was like, Oh, I think he's got his autograph book out now. He's interviewing all his heroes there from the NBA. So he interviews, uh, Draymond Green, great, uh, you know, what player for the, the Warriors won a couple of championships. Um, and I just loved the overconfident, cocky Americans. Basically, they're asking him, like, how are you feeling? He's like, we lost to Spain. We lost to these guys, whoever they are. The world champs, I think. I can't remember, but we did. People doubted us. Even in the USA, they say that the world caught up with us. Well, they didn't. Because here we are. We won gold. <laughs> What's going on there? And he literally said, we've come here to protect our game. Now, last time I checked, Canada invented basketball, but okay, Draymond, <laughs> you you do you, my friend. Uh, Jason Tatum getting interviewed by Channel 7, an Australian network where Australians are watching, to which the Australian courtside reporter says, your son is probably watching right now in the USA. What would you like to say to him? <laughs> to which he's all like, hey, Jimmy, dad's here, won a gold. Hope you're proud of me. <laughs> yep, I'm sure he's tuning into the Channel 7 coverage. Um, and I had to feel sorry for, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, a man who, you know, probably has more money than we could ever think of. He's obviously gone through a lot in life because he said, <laughs> we actually went through a lot of adversity to get here. Yeah. We lost a game. I was like, oh, Kevin, man, all well, these you know people what? out there. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. I had him up as a potential athlete of the day. It's done. No, you're dead to me, Durant. <laughs> I love so Kevin Durant. Are we giving Kevin a spot on The Voice next season and that's his sob story? Yeah, exactly. 
Um, okay, sorry, just quickly, sidebar, we're 14 points up with a minute 40. We're not losing it now. I'm calling it BVO, bronze vibes only, and I think we're going to get silver in the uh, the javelin, the high jump, because Nicola's <laughs> jumping and the screen hasn't updated itself still right now. Uh, it's a second attempt at 2.02, and it still hasn't updated it. Um on this forever. Maybe an anthem is playing and then they all have to stop and stand still. I like that when they were interviewing somebody the other day, they had to like be quiet because the anthem was playing in the background. Uh, just a quick note, we were bagging out Channel 7 yesterday for playing the damn voice ads. Um, you you wouldn't get it where you are, Jared, but there's this ad for a local bank that they keep playing down here. It is so annoying. You've got like this obnoxious American dude and some other woman talking about some bank account called a Glide. And they're there and he's like going like, Glide, it sounds like something that you would shave yourself with. And then he's all like, oh, but I'm pretty bad with my money. But this tells me how I can save so I can get some dollars for my splurge fund. And like, it's like these two millennials basically talking about how they can't save and some bank account will find money in your bank account that you should put aside. Like what, what are the kids learning these days? They don't know how to save money. Jesus Christ, Colin, you're older than me. Like, and Jared's. Like, were you not taught to save? Yes. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm getting so angry at this. Um, <laughs> the boomers are 28 seconds away. We're going to win a bronze. This is history. History for Australia. I still don't know what Nicola's done because it's not showing anything on my screen. Everything's happening. I'm waiting for athletes she's to about, take. She's about to go here. I'm on it. Is this a she, second? Or she just screamed, come on, and started running. Is this a second or first attempt at 202? I'm not sure, but she missed. Well, that could well, that be. That doesn't a first. help. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't help because she missed the first. So, I mean, I don't know what the second one's going on here because, again, the screen hasn't updated itself. All right, let's update uh, football. Brazil's still up by one. Japan is still up by one. Um, God, everything's happening. The boomers have done it. The boomers have done it. We're bronze medalists in Olympic basketball. Yes. Suck it, Slovenia. Suck it, Luca. That's it. The best Olympic result ever in basketball for men. This is the medal of the games, Jared. It's better than decathlon. Yeah. It's better than Jess. The, the curse <laughs> is over, finally. Oh, fantastic. This will be celebrated. What's news.com today you saying right now? This is going to be probably something about how we did something wrong. Um, it's not. It's the fourth headline. The number one is still about what's-the-face from yesterday, the German modern pentathlete that I put up for Athlete of the Day. Struck with a fist. Coach punches horse after gold medal lost. <laughs> uh, I did say that this horse should be chopped up into dog meat. Well, I mean, the coach is... What did I say about the Germans, Jared? I called it, didn't I? <laughs> you did. That does not surprise me one bit. A coach has been kicked out of the Olympics for punching one of the animals. Um, oh, Nicola got it! And it's an Australian record, but she's still in silver because obviously she oh, got the uh, stupid countback miss. system. Oh, just share the medal! Come on. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm losing it. Patty's crying. Oh, Patty's in tears. Oh, so she should be. Um, amazing. Oh, everything's happening today. Everything's <laughs> happening today. Um, oh, God, athlete of the day. Jesus, where do we even start? Um, Colin, let's go with you. Let's buckle ourselves up, kids. Come on. Let's get ready. No, uh, let me just address something here. I love how that's always Ben's joke, but yet Ben's the one who comes with a list of 87 athletes per day. I've only got two tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moderate from Ben. Um, I've actually only got two as well. Um, how many players the, are on the Boomers team? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I wanted to I wanted to mention uh, with the I said we're three now that you mentioned that, Jared. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> with the um, the soccer, as you mentioned, I, I said I was going to bring this up. I find it really hard with team sports to actually you know have an athlete of the day because how do you nail it down to just one? player and with the women's soccer i mean that's kind of the big deal right now is that who's going to be one of our two flag bearers um you know it's so funny i i am watching nicola right now staring at the camera continuing to point and nod like yes yes thumbs up as i'm talking but she agrees with me i'm watching (laughs) i'm watching slovenian men cry like they're all in tears as they walk off the court (laughs) suck it up slovenia uh, but yeah, like the, the big debate right now is like, okay, do you give it to the captain, Christine Sinclair? Do you give it to the goalie who, you know, blocked the shots? Do you give it to, um, what's her name? Grosso who actually won the, um, uh, in, in the shootout who actually won the gold medal. Do you give it to Fleming who actually tied us at one, one, like there's too many options in team give sports. It to the so I find that really hard. For missing the goals. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good point. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, the one I want to put up is obviously Allison Felix because she has now not only broken the record, she's blown away her record again today. So I, I don't know if that's anything that's ever going to be beaten. Um, oh, was she on I the four by guys, four? Was she? Was she? She was. So she just yeah. Won another medal. Okay. I know you guys had mentioned her yesterday as a potential one. So I mean, I'd put her up again today just because that's an unbelievable record, and she's now just gone even one more up on it. Um, I just. Sorry, no, just really ahead. quickly showing Nicola and writing in her diary. She's like got this such look on her face as if she's like, oh, yeah, what am I going to write now? <laughs> like, just a look <laughs> on her face. She's moved on from the diary, though. She's writing in permanent marker on the back of her jacket now. <laughs> <laughs> she hit the last page. <laughs> Is Nicola okay? Can we get someone out there to check on her? <laughs> Um, yeah, so my, my other one that I want to put up is actually in the karate, uh, in the in the kata. Uh, the guy who won the gold medal, Ryu Kiyuna. Uh, it, it's not just the fact that, you know, this might be the only time we get karate. It's incredible to watch, especially the kata. I mean, the, the kumite, the tournament's fine, but the kata is just fantastic to watch. Uh, but this guy, Ryu Kiyuna, uh, he's from Okinawa. So I know that Okinawa is now technically part of Japan. You know, it, it wasn't always, but nobody from Okinawa has ever won a medal in the Olympics before. With all that Japan produces, nobody from Okinawa has ever won. Karate was invented in Okinawa. This, this is the Okinawan sport. And for the first time and only time, maybe the karate's ever been contested, you know, for them to win the gold medal, I think is a good choice too. Um. Good choices. I'm not disagreeing with any of them today. Uh, I can tell you, Nicola has missed her first attempt at 204, just to spoil it for you. So she's still in the silver medal position right now. Um, Jared. She's got a shot at the javelin still. She does, hopefully. Jared, any any thoughts for you? I don't have particularly strong thoughts today, so I could be swayed with another option, but I'm going to go modern pentathlon again and once again go for the silver medalist, Ahmed Elgendi from Egypt, who was 50 seconds down at the start of the uh, laser run, managed to claw his way back to silver. Uh, the first, well, he's Egyptian, so the first athlete from Africa to ever medal in the modern pentathlon. Wow. Well, there you go. I didn't realize that, so good for him. Um, just quickly, Japan, 2 nothing up in the baseball, bottom of the ninth, uh, bottom of the eighth, sorry, and uh, Brazil still one up in the soccer. Um all right. I mean, I had Nicola McDermott as an honourable mention just because she's just incredible. I'm going to put Paddy Mills up as an honourable mention just because fourth Olympics uh, flag bearer 
finally got himself a medal. He was crying at the end there. Good for that. Something for the boomers. My nominee, though, and Colin, I'm surprised you didn't do this one because I know you're a bit of a distance runner fan. Bronze medalist in the women's marathon today, Molly Seidel. Now, Mm. this was a pretty fun story. Did you read about this, kind of what it was? She had never run a marathon in her life until the US Olympic trials where she finished second. It's like, oh, cool, I get to go to the Olympics. This is her third marathon ever, and she won a freaking bronze medal. I mean, hope for me now in the marathon. I've never run a marathon before in my life. So, I mean, you know, shoot for the shoot for the stars. So, um, yeah, I thought that was a pretty inspirational story there from, from Molly. So, uh, she's my pick. But, uh, look, again, um, I mean, Colin's probably not really that swayed. Jared, oh, you maybe no. get the final vote. I, I don't know. Like, Colin, what are you thinking on that? Well, I, like, here's the thing. I said before, you know, I I don't hate Australians. Let me reiterate again. I, I, I hate Australians about as much as Jared hates swimmers or Ben hates gold medalists. That's the same argument. But uh, I do like the idea of spreading it around. And I don't think we've had any Americans yet. We haven't so, I mean, had a I single American. Up, I, I put up Allison Felix. You're putting up uh, the, the marathon runner. I like the idea of getting it to American. I think that both uh, are worthy. Um, I like uh, the karate one I have as well. I like the the Egypt one that uh, Jared has. So I mean, we've got some good choices today, but it, it would be nice to give it to at least one American so they realize we don't hate them. I Look, I, I would just say that like I'm not taking away from Allison. We obviously brought her up last night, but, I mean, she's won enough. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You know. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> Jared. I mean, what you can have the final say here. No, I think I don't think she has won enough. I think give it to Allison. Okay. Ah. All right. Felix the cat has some lives. So um, there we go. First American uh, who 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 takes it. Well, it's about time. Day fifteen. You know, like they they can't win badminton, they can't win handball, but they can win athlete of the day. We should have just kept them. Hey, so they you know can't what? Do it. Let's also just just to kind of reiterate how big of a deal that is this hasn't been the best olympics for sprinters uh or in track runners for america yes they've won a lot of medals but they've had so many of their top athletes just not make the finals struggle to make the finals so for her to break these records and you know do what she did at her age as well i think that's a huge deal i agree so uh, congratulations, Allison. Um, now, uh, let's not feed the dream anymore. They're kind of boring. I don't really like some of those ones on there. Uh, oh, you know, I want to I want, I quickly add this before I forget, but uh, I- I'm hopeful that COVID is not going to prevent anything like this. But um, two of our uh, athletes, um, uh, the Canadian athletes, including some of the ones that we sent the, uh, the stick together messages to, are actually going to be here in Winnipeg in a couple oh. of days. Wow. They've got um, a big Olympic homecoming. Uh, we have Skylar Park, who is in the Taekwondo, who came very close to meddling in Taekwondo, uh, who is, you know, obviously she's from Winnipeg, so it's going to be here. Uh, it's at the big mall. It's the mall where I'm, I'm going to be possibly picking up Ben's Team Canada jacket, so I might even be able to pick that up for you now myself. Uh, but are um, sending a lot of yeah. things to Australia all of a sudden with the cereal and the bloody... Uh... <laughs> You know, just uh, but, um, save, save, save your, your dollars and your splurge fund, Colin. But uh, yet yeah, our volleyball team who choked in the quarterfinals, uh, Pavan and Paredes are going to be there, as is Jennifer Abel, who's on a box of Cheerios. I can get an autographed box of Jennifer Abellios in a couple well, of days. Do I, you I have anything like that? Well, Rhea, we generally have a welcome home parade. Uh, usually Sydney and Melbourne have big ones and then kind of they get like, I went to the Rio one. That's where I got my photo with Chloe uh, and Catherine Skinner and uh, Bronte Campbell. 
the, the fake Campbell. Um, but um, so they generally do. But I'm we've got so many cities on lockdown right now. Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne are all in lockdown as of right now. I think Adelaide still are, aren't they? Perth, Hobart's basically the only city not on lockdown. So I'm thinking that we're gonna get the main one. Um, so, uh, but the, the problem is everyone has to come back and quarantine for two weeks. A bunch of the swimmers are making the news because they're buggered off to Europe because they don't have to like come back to Australia and quarantine. So if we do, I don't think it will be for like a month. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming like, I'm sure Ariane Titmus will come down. He'll probably get like Eddie Ock, like the Tassie guys, Stuart McSwain will probably, and yeah, like they'll ship a couple of the, the random gold medalists. So we'll probably get the stupid skateboard kid or something like that. Who can I just say? Met Sean White today. Check his Instagram out. Sean White even posted on his Instagram. Oh, congratulations. And the dude from Australia who won the gold. So Sean White's on board with freaking what's his, I don't even remember That's his name. The best Sean White impression I've ever heard. Thanks. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, and uh, I, I, I will go to it, I reckon. Um, and who knows? Maybe I'll bring a microphone along and we can... we can Imagine if Kate Campbell is there this time instead of Bronte. And they're like, hey, Kate, big fans off the podium. Um, the re- the redemption. the at all times. <laughs> yes. I, I want Nicola to be there. I want Nicola. I want Nicola, write your diary. Come on. Um I'm still Mr. watching the, on the back of her jacket at the moment again. I, I'm still, well, she's like laying down. Is she crying <laughs> on the ground? Like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm just like, the timing, the timing screen on the Olympic app is saying that she's next to jump. Um, I can tell you Spain have equalized against Brazil. So it's one all. Um, the US are currently batting to save themselves. It's the top of the ninth. And if they don't get any runs, Japan will win gold. Uh, other events that have been decided, I can tell you that in the karate, Iran's taken the 75 kilos. Uh, Sajid Genzajedeh ahead of Saudi Arabia. It's going to be their first medal of the Olympics. And Japan and Turkey, the bronze. And Egypt, gold in the women's 61 kilo. Ferial Abdelaziz ahead of Azerbaijan, China and Kazakhstan. And the wrestling, was that all decided? Uh, the last one there was a women's freestyle, 50 kilos. Yui Sasaki of Japan ahead of China. Azerbaijan and the US. Um, and that four by four, just to clarify, US got the gold, Poland the still Poland are very good at four hundred meter relays. Where did that come from? Jamaica, the bronze. So we're only waiting for the uh oh then the men's javelin. India finally got a gold! Yay! Are you sure it was the javelin? Yes, it is, I'm sure, this time. Naraj Chopra of India have got a gold. Well done, India. Uh, Czech Republic silver, Czech Republic bronze. So we're just waiting on the men's 4x4 and the women's javelin slash high jump and obviously the baseball and the soccer are the only ones remaining uh, there. I just quickly want to talk because this will be the last time all three of us together. Obviously, tomorrow will be a slightly busier day just because we have the closing ceremony. So it'll be Colin and I tomorrow. We'll talk about the closing ceremony. We'll do a day 16 wrap, and I'll get Colin's final thoughts on the games. Jared will be joining me on Monday for a uh, wrap of the games itself, and he'll give his thoughts on the closing ceremony as well. Flag bearers for the closing ceremony. Australia have announced theirs. Matt Belcher, our sailor, uh, I think thoroughly deserved, Jared. Uh, obviously, now has won two gold silver, our greatest ever Olympic sailor. I like it when we, you know, don't just... I mean, obviously, we can't give it to a swimmer because none of them are here. But, like, I, I do like... Like, Jess Fox would probably be the obvious one, but give her the flag in Paris. Um, give it to fucking Nicola after tonight. Paddy Mills. You know, Eddie Ockenden, I seriously think, would have been a deserving one to give it to as well because it's his fourth Olympics. But, yeah, Matt Belcher. What do you think of Matt getting the, the flag for the closing? Yeah, I think deserved and based just not on results, but the fact that sailing is one of these sports that is continuing to uh, give a couple of medals here and there to us. 
Australia at each, at each Olympics. And I feel like they deserve like a little bit of credit back uh, based on that. And it's nice that they're advertising the sport, I suppose, a little bit more. Yeah, I, I agree. I love Nicola's miss and she goes straight to the diary, straight into it. Um, America, I will say, uh, Cara Winger there, Javelin. Was it Javelin? <laughs> You're I just going to second was, guess every time now. <laughs> it was their ja- I actually do think it was their Javelin thrower. Um, now, you were talking a little bit about the Canada one. I've seen they're making the announcement at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, so they haven't quite done it. Front runners, of course, you said Degrasse, Sinclair, uh, Mo Ahmed, all these people. I-, I think Christine Sinclair should get it. I mean, I was reading about her a little bit more, that she is the leading scorer of all time in women's international soccer. Uh, this mm. is, what, her third or fourth Olympics captain them to two bronzes and a gold. I mean, that's pretty incredible. I mean, if that was your hockey team, you would be treating her like she's Queen B. So uh, any difference here? So I, I say give it to Christine. I actually, I mean, she is definitely considered one of front runners, although it, it seems like online most people are saying no, give it to either the goalie or the the girl who made the um, – uh, the 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 final uh, the sure. final goal in the shootout, yeah. yeah. Uh, m- because the thing that works against Christine Sinclair is that she was named the flag bearer in London when they won the bronze the first time, so she has been right. there before. But there's so much love for her in this country. I mean, she is. It's like the Wayne Gretzky of soccer. Uh, what's what's so great about this team is that the team itself. Uh, so many of those young girls on the soccer team, like the other two I mentioned, said that they took up soccer after watching Christine Sinclair in London and now they're on a team with her. So, I mean, you may get a situation where they name one of the younger ones and they say, no, give it to Christine. Uh, it's really up in the air for the men though. Cause yeah, you could say DeGrasse, but Damian Warner, there seems to be so much support for Damian Warner right now. I mean, most of the threads I'm seeing uh, are actually mentioning his name more than DeGrasse's. Um, but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't count out Evan Dunphy as well, as I said, or even Mohamed. It's, it's, it's so limited with the last couple of years. You, you see so many comments, people saying, well, how come Penny Alexiak's not in there? And people are like, she hasn't been in the country for a week now, you know? And she, she had uh, but, Rio, wasn't she? She was Rio. She did have Rio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the fact that Canada's done so well in these last few days means that we're going to have, we're going to have flag bearers that even if this wasn't a COVID games would have been potential flag bearers. Breaking news, Nicola has missed her third attempt. She will win at least a silver medal. She's got the uh, silver. She's got the silver. So, uh, I mean, great. Like, we <laughs> sort of thought that we could possibly medal in that, but that's kind of okay. Two sil- uh, silver and two bronzes in the athletics. We'll take that. Jared's pretty successful. The Australian, uh, I mean, we talked about this the other day. It actually is a pretty good turnaround. So, um, she nearly had the last one too. Like, she was over. I just saw her and then like her like heel like hit it like she celebrated because she thought she made it and then you just see the pole just go. Oh, I think I, I think I've got it now on the app, so I'll 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 watch this. Um, I mean, let's be honest, she'll get the gold in about three years when they find out that this Maria Lasitic's on drugs. So it'd be like Jared Talent when he got that. Oh, hi Jamie. Hey Jamie. Uh, hey, give Jamie. us your comments on the men's four by one hundred meters. The Canadian men's four by one hundred relay team, the crotch bulges. What were your thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> oh, come on. They're massive. <laughs> They're sexy. Those are some dongs there. They have yeah, some dongs. Like, if a person's face isn't, like, really Oh, don't give me that. Oh, but no, here's the it thing. It doesn't really matter I how love, big their dongs are. Oh, I just saw it, Jared. Sorry. I wow, love that that's so your close. comment now. Jamie, that's Jamie's comment now. Oh, but if her face aren't... Right, she specifically said, you know, Andre DeGrasse, it's like, you know, he's, he's you know, not ugly, but he's not my type. Aaron Brown, though, it's like... 
that's a handsome guy. So she she liked Aaron Brown's crotch and his face. Okay, but the thing is, though, is that honestly, it's just like a guy who likes to look at women's boobs, even if they're a little bit bigger. Because, well, boobs are a little bit different, but... <laughs> I mean, one's needed for procreation; but, um, the other's just fun to. I mean, with do with the guy's penis size, it's it's not about the size; it's about you know how you use it. That's that's what you tell Colin every Thank five you, years when you have sex. Thank right? you. <laughs> <laughs> Telling all the listeners that I I got no no Aaron Brown to grasp ball. <laughs> I never have I never that problem, that. Jamie. I'm just I just I have the best of both worlds. But we so we got three. But we got three kids, so you obviously know how to use it. Well, we got three well, kids to two tries, so I really know how to use it. Again, no, he's had sex <laughs> twice. We, we we go through the story. Um, well, I'm Nicholas- glad that this is this is what the, this, the one respectable show that we have been the only respectable podcast. Jamie has now ruined that too. My children will never be able to listen to this. J- Jared is just losing his innocence here. I just want to I just want to point this out. Uh, we'll talk about tomorrow and see a bit more, but. Um, Again, this I'm not trying to make this all about Australia because, like, again, I would be doing this for Canada as well. We've seen things like the the uh, canoe girls today crying, happy, emotional. Like, I love it. I love seeing that. Like, right now, Nicola is absolutely bawling her eyes out. We talked about this last night with our javelin thrower getting bronze, just like <laughs> absolutely bawling her eyes out. Patty Mills bawling. Like, I love this. I absolutely love this. I have like as an Australian or any country right now, we've just lost a gold medal. You think, oh, we should be disappointed. But no, it's it's fantastic to see just this emotion and just everything about this. And I love the just, personality of her. Oh, just I love this so much. Like I just I this is why I love the Olympics. I love these emotions from these athletes and just it doesn't matter what color medal uh, to, to do this and just get all that sort of stuff. I mean, just looking at Patty Mills right now. I mean, it's just, I, I kind of feel bad for Nicola because her still is going to not get talked about because it's all going to be about the boomers. But um, just just incredible. Just absolutely incredible. And these will be our last you know what? There's nothing we can win tomorrow, I don't think. She's Jared, back so. to, the li- to the diary again. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, if we get her on the show, can we pool our money? If she, Let's just ask her the question. If she says yes, fine. But if she says no to reading a page from a diary, can we commit to pooling our money together? So that she can read one page of her diary on the show? Why do we have to pay her? Like, what are you saying? No, I'm saying if she says no. (laughs) Diaries are private, Ben. Most of the time, if you ask a woman, can I read Bribing them makes it not private? Dear diary, never read this. He's 50 bucks. All right. Well, (laughs) you really, you really, you really think these athletes are making money? Of course they're going to take 50 bucks. No, but I'm confused confused at like, like, I I don't disagree with you. Like, don't get me wrong. I like diaries are private, but I don't understand this. Pulling the money will change her mind. (laughs) Sure it will. It would for me. I'm 90% sure too. Her diary is just her writing down the height of the jump and whether she made it or not. Cause it's like a little table <laughs> but, with like boxes. But there is a chance that the diary is something else. And we need a, to know. As a strong Christian woman, she's got very firm beliefs, but a bit of money, the dollars in the slide fund. Like she's like going on there. Check out the Canadians crotch bulges. <laughs> She's like very, she's very religious. She's like Jesus. I love you. Holy crap! To grass's dong. Wow. Oh, I'm watching the diving. Tom Daly. Whoo! I would dong him daily. Um, oh, you you know that there's at least one page in there like that. Oh no! I, like I, I'm with you. Like I can't imagine this news.com today. You aren't running with this right now. Let's let's double check <laughs> the, the breaking news in Australia. Okay, here we go. Number one, drought breakers. Patty's perfect helping boomers win bronze followed by coach punches horse after gold medal loss followed by 
Livid Chinese Divers Nasty Act. Um, okay. Uh, and there's also a boxer wins gold with impossible punch. Interesting. Oh, and Joe Is Biden told us. I think so. Joe Biden told us to stay away from 9-11 events. Okay, well, 9-11 comes up on this our last show pretty recently. So, uh, uh, all right. So, okay. As I said before, the wraps are coming. Tomorrow is going to be a very interesting day. There is, before we talk about the closing ceremony, 13 medals uh, to be decided tomorrow. Um, and I, I'm saying it now. I don't think we're going to get any. There's, I don't think there's a thing we can... I mean, technically, Harry gets his medal tomorrow. So, technically, you could say we won a medal. But... Uh, I think we've, what, gone two days, these Olympics now, Jared, without medals, which is pretty decent haul. But uh, the main one tomorrow, Marathon. Abdi's running. We'll talk to you about him in a second, Colin, there. Uh, we've got um, the basketball women's. Why is that saying tomorrow? That's today. A uh, bunch of boxing. Uh, well, I mean, cycling. Maybe we can pull something out of our ass. Um, but obviously, we're not winning anything in the water polo, the volleyball, the handball. And not just when I say we Australia, so I should say Canada. Uh, gymnastics, rhythmic. Yeah. So basically, if any medals are coming for Australia or Canada tomorrow, it'll be in the cycling or if something weird happens in the marathons and a Kenyan doesn't win it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Jared, I'll start with you. Um, I mean, the marathon is kind of outside of the men's 100. It's the, the blue ribbon event uh, of the of the Olympics. But yeah. Um, I mean, get around the rhythmic group all and I haven't even mentioned I, the stuff I watched today was the team stuff. They were throwing balls. It was like basketball training. The freaking rock athletes changed their leotard colour halfway through. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, what are you looking forward to in our final day of 13 medals? Well, I think that's it. It's got to be the rhythmic gymnastics. Um, outside of that, the... Uh... Did you say women's basketball? I think it is the gold medal match tomorrow, right? Today was the bronze. Oh, I think, it is. oh, you're right. Sorry, you are right. Apologies. The men played today. Ben, stop being so sexist. The women still have to, but we know America's won it. I mean, mm, come on. Yeah, it's not. So I only have to tune into the last minute of that. And who are they playing? Do Japan, I think. Oh, get on Japan! Yeah. Seriously, if Japan win that, upset of the Olympics, like. Of all, like they were talking, uh, Colin, you obviously listened to the show yesterday, but we were, <laughs> Nicholas crying while she's writing in a diary. All the photographers are just surrounding her, taking photos of her. She's going, oh my God, dear diary, they won't stop taking photos of me. This is private. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, America, oh, hang on. This, I'm going to turn the camera on. This is that stupid bank ad. Look at obnoxious American guy. And watch his little hands. He'll do this dollar symbol thing. Ready for it. Ready for it. There it is. The splurge fund. <laughs> Is he it's reading a, off cards? And I, down the bottom, it's got the paid actors. Uh, <laughs> and this this woman's literally like, I'm not very good at saving money, so it reminds me how to do it. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. We need to start doing video episodes on this show. Um, and, oh, no, Spain, that's the equaliser. They're just showing the replay of it. Um, I don't know what to ask a question. Colin, final day. I'm, I'm all over the shop right now. What are you looking for? Abdi, talk about Abdi. Chances for Abdi. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if Abdi, I'm not going to say I don't think he has a shot, um, but I don't even think Abdi was necessarily saying he had a shot. I think the greatest thing about Abdi is, again, this guy's like well into his 40s, and this is what, his fifth Olympics, but he, he just missed out in Rio, so it could have been his sixth Olympics. And in the interview... I, I was expecting him to be like, yeah, you know, I, I, I think I'm done. This is my last one. He's like, no, I got no plans to retire. 
He's like, you, you'll probably see me in another three years. So, I mean, he's such a great guy. He's such a fun guy. People can go back and listen to the interview. He's got a book coming out. That's the really exciting thing. And I'm really pumped for his book because uh, I don't know the release date, but um, uh, his publicist did tell me that it was supposed to be pre-Olympics. Um, uh, now it's post-Olympics. So, I mean, maybe he's just waiting so he can add one more chapter to it if he pulls off the upset in the marathon. I feel bad for the marathon too, because it's starting, and unless this is uh, completely wrong on here, it's starting at like 8 a.m., Tokyo time. I mean, this is like a two and a half, three hour long race. Meanwhile, the race walkers were given a 5.30 a.m. start time with the heat in Tokyo. Let these guys start early. Come on. I, and I, the one thing I do actually like about the marathon, I say, is I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of having the medal ceremony at the closing ceremony. It's a shame the crowd's not going to be there, but um, they do this too in the winter, don't they, with the final cross country event from memory. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I, I really do like that. So, yeah, it starts at 7 a.m. Tokyo time tomorrow so yeah you're right obviously jared usa japan the women's basketball tomorrow we've got uh four final uh oh yes the women i've got to remember to watch the american women in the volleyball that's another event i do enjoy um and the men's gold medal match in the water polo greece and serbia tomorrow um just quick few updates before we uh talk about the closing ceremony and wrap it up japan have won the baseball two nothing over the u.s so congratulations there japan your first olympic gold medal in baseball the handball Second half, France leading Denmark, 21 to 17. Come on, Denmark! You can do it! Uh, and the one, it's one all in the soccer. Closing ceremony, I, I, I'm not even predicting anything. Uh, the, the Paris display will be the best thing of it. Um, I, I'm, I'm just, I have no expectations for opening and closing ceremonies anymore because yeah. no matter what we say, they're shit. Uh, um, they guess get worse and worse. Uh, I, I'm hanging all hopes of Beijing because they had an epic summer opening ceremony. Surely they're going to have a good one for that. But um, uh, Jared, again, you won't be here for the the one tomorrow night. But uh, I mean, Paris, the the montage is just going to be them running away from the Eiffel Tower. I mean, what, what's it going to be? Yeah, surely something like that, or like a um, breadstick relay, baguette relay, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, because this is what the first time they've had the summer games in a hundred years. They had the winter, of course, in '92. So, uh, I mean, this is the thing, though. Like, um, again, we talk about the cultural aspect of things. Like, it's exciting when a like you think Paris, a you know, a global city, probably only behind New York and London, is like you know the the capital of the world. So it's a it's a big big city to have the Olympics. But you got to hope there's going to be some cultural elements to this because remember they're only three years away uh and five years ago i i would have been tuning out that section like fuck france who gives a shit but now i'm like come on get on board i want to see zinedine zidane headbutting people i want to see you know french people and frogs and i want to see just french shit everywhere on pepe le pew the return of pepe i was gonna say that i'm like you know what warner brothers you're gonna cancel pepe we're bringing him back for the Olympics because we're proud of Pepe Le Pew. An international icon. And the French be like, ah, oh, no, fuck you, Disney. Fuck you, Warner, whatever you are. Fuck you. He's an icon. Here he is. Um, Colin, closing ceremony thoughts. Oh, I just, I don't know what to think. I'm kind of the opposite of you. Uh, I think the bar was set so low with the opening that maybe I, I just don't have expectations. So I've, I have a feeling I'm going to be pleasantly surprised with it. Uh, maybe it's because the bar has been set low, but, but it's yeah. something, you know, 
they're usually fun. This is the thing, right? Like the very first proper close, like I, I probably did watch Atlanta. I, th- I remember it slightly because all the media in Australia was just how terrible our display was for Sydney. But um, I mean, the, the closing ceremony for Sydney was just a barrel of laughs. It was brilliant. Uh, the Vancouver closing ceremony might even be more of a favourite to me than Sydney. It was hilarious. London, I mean, as much as I say I hate the Brits now, I still stand on out in a limb and say that the London opening and closing ceremonies are the best yeah. ones I've ever seen. Um, and I vaguely remember, was Sochi the one that they had the big babushka dolls or was that the opening ceremony? I think that was opening. Yeah, I can't really remember that. Uh, and Rio obviously had the great Tokyo display with the Prime Minister as Mario. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, the last closing ceremony I watched with Pyeongchang, I mean, still waiting for Sai to come out. Like, God damn it. So... <laughs> I just, ah, oh, it can't be worse. Than, you're right, Colin. It can't be worse than the opening. Um, and it's going to be interesting because at the end of the day, like, it's, I always get sad at the end of an Olympics, but mm-hmm. it's unique right now because we've got, what, 180 days it will be tomorrow until Beijing. So, uh, it's that like is, 1992 all over again. It is. And can I just say, uh, Channel 7 really amping up the, uh, the coverage of Beijing today. Did you see the, uh, the interview with our snowboard crosser? Today that Ed Wiener and Shervo did, uh, Cam Bolton, uh, they had him on for about 10 minutes. They were talking about Chumpy. They were showing the Chumpy Lodge. And I actually really want to go to the Chumpy Lodge. It's got like a, a big shrine to Chumpy and it's got like all on the walls, like a list of all of our medalists from the Winter the Olympics. The Chumpy Lodge. This is the amazing. Chumpy Lodge. It's literally called the Chumpy Lodge at Mount Buller. Um, but I, I've got to mention the commentary files. Ed Wiener. Oh, hello, Poland's 4x400 team. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we just had a close-up on their... It said Poland on their bottoms. I was trying to read it. Um, they, they, Edwina was just talking up. She said like, oh, one of the highlights of my career was being in Pyeongchang and everything. But so Cam Bolton, if you don't remember, he was the one who broke his arm in the semifinal and then went out again with a like a taped up arm. He was dry reaching as they taped his arm up so he could get in the small final. And I, I had to laugh at Edwina. It was quite a funny thing she said. Uh, you know, he's there going like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm hoping this won't happen again. So Edwina turns around and goes, well, ahead of Beijing, I'd say break a leg, but it seems inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so Edwina, good job. I, I appreciate that. Please bring back your funny hats for Beijing. I'm imagining you there, but like as, as sad as I'm going to be for the end of Tokyo, uh, any Olympics is sad. Seriously though, like the real Olympics are on in like 180 days. The, the real ones, Colin. Like, the, come on, Canada are off the back of their most successful summer. You're going to shit it in in Beijing. I'm expecting Norwegian levels of gold medals <laughs> and the Summer Olympic level. Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Australia, Jared, we might get a bronze again, which again, I'll, I'll be seriously happy about. Um, so much to can, happen. Can I just We've say got- this? No. I can't even begin to tell you how excited. <laughs> well, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am for the moguls in general, but I can't begin to tell you how excited I am to see your guys' reactions to Australia and the moguls. Cause I think you did well in, uh, uh, Pyeongchang, but you've got a couple of mogul skiers now going into, um, Rio. Well, and, didn't and we I have a they- couple in Pyeongchang? And they no, no, didn't I mean, exactly there's even more the now. I'm well, saying penalties, there's even more now. a penalty to Brazil or and, Spain? Uh, Matt Raymond, I can't remember what the, um, uh, the, the other girl's name is. They're okay. still in the hunt like three or four years later. So, um, typically mogul skiers will drop off on one Olympics to the other, but you're going to have some familiar faces to get excited about. Is Dale coming back, Colin? Is Dale <laughs> coming back? <laughs> I, like, I, I don't care about anyone unless da- if Dale's coming back. And by the way, it wasn't a penalty. I was misreading the hand signals. Um, 
I tell you what, I'll be sure to get them on the show so that they won't win medals. Um, <laughs> just, uh, just, and we'll just again. Can we go over the Ben and uh, Colin medal count for Tokyo? Ben zero gold, zero silver, one bronze in a team relay doesn't count apparently according to Jared. And uh, Colin zero gold, two silver, three bronze. Add that to the bronze from Pyeongchang. So Colin's actually winning the medal tally of uh, off the podium. Zero gold, two silver, four bronze. So uh, no gold yet though. Uh, meanwhile, the four by four hundred is on right now for the men. Shall we? Uh, we'll, we'll just stick around for this, and then we'll go. If you two want to go, you can go. Uh, the Dutch. What are the Dutch doing in third? <laughs> Look at the Dutch run. What happened to the Dutch these Olympics? I thought they were meant to be like better than us. Uh, that is that. Is he from Botswana or bah- uh, Bahamas? He's got a very weird running style there. It's Botswana. Oh, it's Botswana. We haven't talked about Botswana these Olympics, guys. We were. And the, what's with hey, the French just, in long sleeves? You know what? You you talk about not oh, talking Italian. about Botswana. You just uh, missed the fact Botswana just won the bronze in the men's 4x400. That's literally what I'm talking about, and you just spoiled it for Thanks, me. Thanks, Colin. Colin. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. I literally am just talking about that, and you just spoiled it for me. I know Ben's watching the well, other relay, the 4x300. <sighs> I, think, I think you've spoiled a couple of events for me so far today. Why are you ahead all of a sudden? Has Canada That's picked up your, your internet? You've been ahead of me all night. USA is shitting this in, by the way. So who that was, the, you, was the, Did the Dutch get I, the silver? I... Uh, I, I can't remember already, but I'm just going to say, I love that, that now that's, oh, how did you spoil that for me, Colin? Not only is that ahead, that was like 15 minutes ago. Like, how far behind are you? Ask Channel 7. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing, okay, now I'm seeing. So USA have won that. Oh, actually, so that means the US, oh, the Dutch got silver. What's going on? Italy are the fastest men in the world. You didn't, we didn't even ask you, Colin, what you thought about Italy winning the four by one. Like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Um, I, I'm so lost. This has been the oddest episode, but I'm excited. The boomers go to bronze. It's one all in the soccer. The Danes are one point behind the French in the handball. Uh, fucking Botswana got a bronze. What an Olympic. This, this, and I didn't even mention the one trivia thing I was going to point out today. This Olympics has held the, set the record now for most ever countries meddling, most ever countries winning gold medals. Greatest Olympics ever. Bugger Sydney. One aren't turning yeah. his excellency. This could be the best Olympics ever. We'll talk about this on our wrap-ups maybe, but uh, Andrik Shinyar's on. I can't imagine Andrik Gaze has probably popped a couple of Viagra and he's getting erect. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe. If you like us on our social media, you will be following the likes of Penny Alexiak, <laughs> Zach Stubbley Cook, who on my reply to him saying thanks for the support, I said... Australia is proud of you. Would love to get you on the show if you want to get on there. His reply, thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> that's all he gave I thought me. you were going to yes. say again, thanks for the support. <laughs> he knows our history, so he's not coming on the show. <laughs> he's won his gold. He doesn't want to change. Did we get Mac Horton on the show? I can't remember. Um, no. But uh, we've got two more episodes to go for Tokyo, and then we've got a bunch more to come. We've Seriously, got five in the bag already in terms of winter athletes, and then we'll be uh, getting some of these summer guys on and alternating. We're hoping, our hope is to have an episode for you every week between the end of Tokyo and the beginning of Beijing. That's a big commitment. These two have looked at me going, fuck, Ben, we didn't agree to this. Um, <laughs> luckily, one of us on the show doesn't have a life, and you're looking at him. So, And Jamie's back. What's she brought us here? What's she got? Peanut, What's on the plate? Peanut butter toast and, and honey toast. Jeez, that's what happens when you know how to use your dong. You get toast and, <laughs> and 
stuff like that. Colin, it's a pleasure to have you on here. And uh, I'm glad that we again got the memo to wear the right t-shirts tonight. Yeah. And it'll be a pleasure tomorrow to see if we match again. Indeed. Uh, Jared, uh, next time wear the right t-shirt. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> We look forward to hearing your voice in about two days' time when you can celebrate us winning no medals tomorrow and all the breadsticks and snails that we're going to see tomorrow night as part of the closing ceremony. Thank you. I feel like you're underestimating the track cyclists, but uh, we'll see. I'll tell you what, if we win a medal in track cyclists, like, make a bet with me right now. I'm saying we're not winning a medal in track cyclists tomorrow. So oh, Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, all right, so you don't even want to jump off all that, right? <laughs> Okay then, no bets needed. Uh, We will be back again on Off the Podium. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm going to go write my diary. Good night.